Welcome. This is Primetime Episode 233. Uh, this is Will Cooper here. I'm in the Perdomo Scar Studios on the Black Stage, and I'm joined cross-country by my friend and colleague, Mr. Aaron Loomis in the Jewish hey. State Studios. How you doing tonight, Will? I'm doing good. This is a big uh, night for us, Aaron. It's the first of two of these shows we did. We do. Yeah. Uh, this is all your brainchild. This was your idea like about two years ago um kind of what we were doing and the, the goal here for folks who haven't been part of this is it's a virtual trade expo um it's very simple we have people come on for a 15 minute slot and they're going to talk about what they're releasing either at pca and if, and if they're not going to pca they can talk about what they're releasing this summer so we've kind of opened yes. it up to a, a lot of so i think we have everyone tonight from pca though coming on so or, or from who are going to pca um so we're kicking this off tonight uh and he is the leadoff hitter tonight um, he, of course, he comes from Alec Bradley Cigar Company. They sponsor our, um, us in our Alec Bradley Live True segment. Uh, he is the namesake of Alec Bradley. He's Alec Rubin. Alec, welcome tonight. Guys, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen either of your faces. Yes. So happy we're going to get together for the next 15, uh, 13 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time I saw you was, um, I think the last time I saw you was the PCA, actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I left. I had to leave that early. I got sick actually. I I remember that. Yeah, I remember because when we got there, you you, you we see your beginning, but when we got to the booth, you you were gone at that point, and your booth was incredibly slammed last year. Yeah, that's that's never a bad thing. Yeah. All right, so Alec, let's kind of get right into things. Um, you have a couple of releases coming out. Um. Let's kind of kick it off with, I think, one that is a, a, an exciting release, at least for, from what I've seen. Um, it is, um, I think it's, it's a new installment of your experimental series. Yeah, so it's called the uh, Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf. Um, actually, why don't you tell me about that? I heard you smoked it already. <laughs> I, wasn't, I didn't know if I was supposed to say it. Yes, I did smoke it in the, in the chunk size. Um, and I, I got to be honest, there was no way I predicted that was Broadleaf. And, and yep. the reason why um, it, it's not, I just didn't think you guys work with Broadleaf all that much, right? So, no, I was, so I, I thought maybe it was Nicaraguan or something like that I was going with. But so traditionally, we don't really work with Broadleaf. But what we did was we uh, procured some Connecticut Broadleaf seeds, um, obviously from Connecticut, flew them down to Honduras, planted them. So, this is first plant Honduran Connecticut Broadleaf. And we actually used it as a, a wrapper and one of the binders in the blend. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. And, you know, Alec, we hear, you know, we hear a lot about broadleaf shortages over the years. And, um, but we haven't heard a lot of broadleaf coming out of Honduras. This is something I would say it's pretty unique from what well, I've seen. When all else fails, grow your own. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, so no, it's a, uh, like I said, when I smoked it, like I said, I, I couldn't put my finger what it was, right? Yeah. I, I, I knew it was something different. I could see it being in the vibe of a broadleaf, but, but definitely not. It was very tasty. I, I got to be, it was very tasty, that cigar. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know so what that, yeah. Just the way that we blend, um, obviously we have a bit of a profile that we're always kind of shooting for, but we did want that broadleaf to stick out, which is why we used it on the wrapper and on the binder. Um, ultimately, we wanted to have that heavy broadleaf taste, but we still wanted to keep it within the range of what we try, like what, of what we try to release, right? So it should be very Alec Bradley-esque while still having a ton of that broadleaf flavor. I, I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that statement as well. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, I don't have a box or band or any of that fun stuff to show you tonight, but um, it com it's coming in a beautiful green box that I can't wait for you guys to see. Nice. And what sizes is it coming in? I know um, the chunk Robusto, is one. Of yeah, the chunk, which is a four by 60, a Robusto, a Grand Corona, so seven by 46, Toro, and Gordo. And it's coming out of uh, Tobacco de Oriente and Honduras. Nice. Yep. Nice. Um, when, one of my favorite factories. Yep. Um, I, I, when can folks like expect to see this cigar? I know it's going to be obviously at the show, but when will folks see it? Uh, August, right around August, should be hitting stores. Nice, nice work there. Nice work there. Um, you know that that chunk size um, has been. I've actually, I'm actually the big ring gauge fan in the media, I guess. But I've really enjoyed those chunk yes, sizes. You are. Yeah, um, but no, they, um, you know, like I said, there was a lot of interest actually in that when you guys did the sampler for Father's Day, uh, did very well, like traffic wise. So people, are, I think, mm -hmm. I don't, they were very interested in that is what it told me. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing well with um, large sizes for a long time, even as far back as when we came out with uh, Max. I don't even know how long ago that was, 15 plus years ago. Yep. They were all larger ring gauges. Um, and at that time, that wasn't really the trend. So it's kind of something we've done for a while. We haven't leaned into it too hard, even though I'm sure we're going to talk about the new sizes of Project 40 while we're on here. Yeah. But yeah. we haven't leaned into it too hard, but it is something that we do produce uh, limited amounts of. This bigger ring gauge is nice. Nice. I, I agree with that. Um, and you're still it's still consistent with the 24 box counts that you guys have moved to last year. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. The uh, double broadleaf will be um, 24 count box. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, you already kind of mentioned it a few minutes, just a minute ago. Um, the experimental series goes uh, with some seven by seventies. Now that's not a new, you guys have really seven by 70 size before. Correct. So this is not a new size for yeah. you guys, but you obviously made a decision to put it into the project 40 lines. Yeah, so we have it currently in the Texas Lancero and in the lineage. Um, we decided to re release it in the Project 40 and Project 40 Maduro, um, just because luckily we we have the tobacco available, and we're seeing that a lot of people are fighting to the people that are 770 smokers are definitely trying to find 770s right now, and especially for uh, a decent price. So we decided it was a good idea to come out with. And uh, are you going to smoke it? <laughs> I mean, I had to smoke it when we were making it. Right, right. <laughs> but will you smoke yeah. it as part of your rotation? I, 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 can I ask? No, I know. I really, honestly, huh? I don't really smoke um, above a 54 ring gauge. If it yeah. were up to me, I, I'd. Yeah, I knew. I remember you said that to me. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 yeah, no. I definitely prefer. Um, I'm, I'm just a smaller ring gauge smoker. Um, it's more comfortable for me um, while smoking. So I want to have the best experience possible. If that for me is a smaller ring gauge, then. That's what I'm gonna smoke. Right. No, no. I uh, I remember. I think our this conversation came up. That's why I asked that as well. And when can yeah. folks expect to see these new 770 sizes? Dude, you're you're full of the questions. <laughs> I you have, can say I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm looking at my notes right now. <laughs> I, I think it's also clue. supposed to be August for these. At least this. Well, the, Aaron the knows more than I do. The so I down down on the street. Okay, you'll you'll be able to make you'll be able to make up for it right right here, Alex. Don't worry about it. We'll give you one more chance to make Perfect. up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make I think it, I've been you, doing pretty good. Okay, you have been yeah, doing. You're doing great. You're doing great. 
No, and and, 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 and Alec, in all seriousness, there may be things that we understand companies may not have certain information ready and things could change. So so we're not there's not at all. Well, sometimes Blitzen will send you the press release and not yes. me. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, you usually I'll get a second. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get a third. I mean, well, they, wait, the funny thing was he texted me. He said, have fun tonight. And I go, oh, wait, that's tonight? Just to mess with him <laughs> a little bit? I'm sure he's watching right now. He, yeah. Let me tell you, he's the most organ, one of the most organized guys I deal with, right? I knew if I didn't have the Zoom link out this morning, I was going to hear from him right away. Hey, you got the Zoom link? Like, yeah. So I, I got up early to make sure I got all that done this morning before <laughs> I went to, to do the take job because he's, yeah, he's really he's buttoned great. down and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he's great. No, he's great. He's awesome there. Yeah. Um, so you got one other thing. I know you're not talking much about it, but let me no, kind of don't, don't. That's not how you need the question. Okay, you answer. You answer. Okay, All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I'm so there's it. also the PCA exclusive. Tell us about that one. There you go, Aaron. Just yeah, a, nice try, Aaron. <laughs> this is Aaron that's why I have Aaron. That's why I have Aaron. Good <laughs> job, Aaron. <laughs> so, so what I can tell you about the PCA exclusive is that um, we will have one. It will be for attendees only. And we'll have about a thousand units. A thousand boxes or a thousand cigars? That's a good question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, a thousand boxes. Thousand boxes. All right. All right. 24 counts? No. <laughs> oh, there goes the standard. Just, you'll be there. You'll see. You'll I know. See. But I want to be first. Yeah, no, we okay. we, we okay. have to. So, <laughs> so you, you just I'll give you a sliver more because you're being fleshy. Right. Right. Um, it's something we're very excited about because it has a little bit to do with our history. Okay. Okay. So I'll leave it at that. It, I'll ask one more question on this: Is it an Alec Bradley or is it okay, Alec and Bradley? <laughs> It's an Alec Bradley. It's an Alec Bradley. Okay. Alec no, Bradley. I got to. I got to say, yeah. um, yeah. the box press that you did last year for the PC, I really liked it. I really enjoyed that blend in the box press. I did too. Is there any chance that may come back at some point? I think I got to smoke. I hope so. I think that was a great. I wanted. I, I was surprised. Okay, I didn't so think I was going to like it in that size. I wanted to launch that. Well, I I remember. I, I could be wrong. I mean. We have so many discussions in the office. I'm pretty sure I, pretty sure that I may have came come up with the idea to do the box press Magic Coast. Maybe not, but what wh whichever way it came out, I said we should do a full line on that because I thought it was a great idea. And then somehow it ended up as a PCA exclusive, and I was like, okay, I get it, but like I want to smoke that thing all yeah. the time. Yeah, I I uh, I was really surprised about it. Um, I like the Magic Toast. A lot. I didn't know how it would go in a box press, and I was I was really surprised with it. It came out very good. So yeah, when you start pressing things in different shapes, it definitely um, lends to the blend changing just a little bit, and then you compensating to figure out how to make it the best possible. But what I always find is whenever we end up pressing something, whether it's a diamond or a triangle or a box, whatever it might might be, I tend to enjoy the press like any of these cigars being pressed. Yeah. No, good, good job, good job. Thank you. Philogy Crow is a fantastic cigar, by the way. I enjoy it as well. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think I smoke a little bit more of the Cameroon myself, but okay. I haven't smoked it yet. But the Cameroon yet, so it's it's a nice Cameroon. Nice. Yeah, I, I've been. I'd say the Corojo is probably a slight edge for me as well on that, but yeah, though that's a very good. And the Toro, I thought it was really good actually. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we came out with that cigar again. Um, I think Bradley did an amazing job on the packaging. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it was super cool packaging. And then the blends, all three came out great. That's great. Alec, anything else um, going on at the trade show? Maybe we can expect. Did we cover anything? Is there anything else? No, I think we're good. I think uh, Aaron's leading questions. He'll be able to find out when he gets to the trade show. But um, <laughs> I think we've covered pretty much everything for PCA. All right. Um, what about uh, just one question? You guys are you gonna have a bigger booth this year? Same size booth? Uh, larger booth than last year. Oh, good. Yeah, you guys. You guys. Yeah. It was a small booth, but we had a lot of people in it. So. Yeah. We had to take Bradley. Yeah, we, we cut back, back a little bit last year. Not. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we cut back a little bit last year, just not knowing what the situation was going to be. And then uh, we it was so packed that there was no chance we couldn't increase this year. So yeah, larger booth this year. Okay, no, that's 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 good to hear. Um, like I said, you had a lot of traffic there, so that wasn't uh, for sure. We we uh, I think like we were talking as a team, some of us, and I think the two booths we thought that were really slammed with yours and Placencia would definitely. And it wasn't because it was a smaller booth. There was just a, there were a lot of people in there. I was we were doing like head counts and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes I would go sneak up to the Placenti with myself, and they, they look pretty busy as well. Yeah. 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 It was a, yeah, that was kind of a, definitely those two for sure. Um, and oh, like I said, we're, we're excited to have you at, you know, see you again. It's like I said, it's been a long time for sure. Yeah, it's, been but a while. it's been a while for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, look forward, you know, definitely look forward to it um, coming out. Uh, oh, I got one more question. Yeah. Uh, Will there be a fine and rare on, on display? I know you just released one earlier. Or is it just going to be later in the year? Um, so the one that we released earlier in the, in the year was supposed to be for the previous year, but with everything going on, it got pushed a little bit. Right. We will not have the next one on display at the trade show, but we will have another one out this year. Okay. Are there any from last year you could still order boxes of them? Just like, could retail still get it or is it sold out completely? No, that's sold out completely. I can't even get any. I'm very frustrated with it because I want more. I think yeah. I smoked four total. It, it, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. I was talking. Oh, about thanks, Scoob. I'm sure you smoked more than I did. I bought a, I bought a box. I went. And yeah, bought, I couldn't. I couldn't find one. Otherwise, I would have. Uh, yeah, I went and bought yeah. one. So uh, I I had bought like four up at a store with Ben Lee, and then I went back and bought. Uh, I bought a box. I said, "This is. I really was enjoying it." So. So uh, I, um, the first year that Finder Rare released, I had to drive to a store and buy a box. So I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, it's, it's called rare for a, name, a reason, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Even, even in the office. Yeah, I think Aaron That's will even like that cigar. By the way, I think Aaron will even like that cigar. So I'm like, Aaron I'm likes cigars. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Everybody says I don't. I don't understand it. No, I was in the office last year, the day he put the Kintsugi review out. <laughs> you <guys. laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I'm trying that. not to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't worry. Uh, hey, Alec, thank uh, you so bye, much. Aaron. Can I kick him out? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can, no, you, can, <laughs> you can kick me out of the booth in Vegas. How about that? I'll let you do that. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> Uh, 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 hey Alec, thank you so much again, and uh, you know we'll be talking to you soon, and I uh, look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Absolutely, have a good one, guys. Thanks Take, for having me. Thanks, Alec. Take care. That's Alec have Rubin of Alec Bradley Cigar Company. 
here on the uh, Primetime Virtual Expo here. Uh, we are bringing in um, Miguel Chaudel. Uh, he is the national sales manager for Crown Heads. So um, we will be, we'll be seeing him moment. He's starting to come in there as we go through our transition there. What's up, gentlemen? What is hey, going hey. on, Miguel? He is in the, uh, the memorabilia room, it looks like, of the, uh, uh, of the Showdown of the Showdown State. A lot of stuff, yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, good. good to see you two gentlemen. Always looking good. Um, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you boys. Yeah, no, um, it, it is it's great to catch up with you. I know we, we talk a lot of baseball. It's always great talking cigars with you as well. And that's what we're going we're gonna to do tonight. Um, and uh, Miguel, I think it's a, uh, another really good year for both Crown Heads and Ace Prime uh, heading into the trade show. Uh, a lot of people interested. I know some news dropped today, and we'll kind of get into it. So, Miguel, why don't we kind of get into it uh, first on the Crown Heads end? Yeah, so um, this year uh, we have a brand new booth. Uh, last year we scrapped our booth. We used that booth for probably about eight or nine years. Um, it really had gone, you know, gone its course, I guess you could say. And so we do have a brand new booth this year. It's much larger, um, beautiful uh, displays. It's going to look really good. I think you guys will really like it. I think it'll be great for photos and, and um, meetings and things like that. Um, and we are the headline sponsor for the show. Um, we are the, we are the lead sponsor for PCA, the trade show. We are also the lead sponsor for the opening party. Um, always trying to improve and grow. Uh, so we're trying to do more and more with the PCA. Mike Condor, one of the owners of crown heads always been on the boards and thought it was our time to step up. You know, obviously the big guys are not at the show again this year. So crown heads has had an unbelievable amount of success over the last three, four years. And so we felt it was our, our, our opportunity to step up and, and support the show and be the headline sponsor. And, and again, sponsor the party. No, that's great. Now you mentioned the booze, like last year, I think what you guys did, you essentially pulled the booth apart. Right. And you had Correct. it like straight. Yeah. It was the same booze, but you, you really couldn't tell that unless you looked at it. Like, right. Right. Closely. Yeah. But it was I thought it was interesting how you guys just pulled that booth apart last year. And, and just... really. And, and so we did. That's what we did last year to kind of retrofit it. But the truth is, is that not the walls itself, but the inners that hold everything together. It was right. Ready to go. So right. it was one of those things where we said, OK, um, we were going to do it last year. We didn't. So we finally at the end of the trade show, we scrapped at that booth that made us get a new booth. So we're very excited about it. Nice. 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 I, like I said, I thought it was. I still thought it was laid out very well last year. It had like one end for Crown Heads and one end for Ace Prime, and yep. uh, and we were there. It was it was definitely bustling. So it was you were extremely. I remember when you were there, we didn't get a chance to talk to you. You were that busy. We were talking. Yeah, to I, Luciano, but yeah. I will tell you, last year was our absolute biggest trade show ever, and we expect the same this year. I think over the last two three years, I think people have seen Crown Heads take a leap. In, in size and leap in business and leap in all aspects um, of our company. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and it's, it's time to continue to create products that retailers enjoy having on their shelf that they know will sell and uh, really that connects with consumers. And yep. so um, we will have a PCA exclusive. Uh, there are two that we've announced already. Um, Sfumato will be the uh, trade show exclusive from Crowned Heads. That's what I have in my hand right here. Mm -hmm. um, the Sfumato is a cigar <clears throat> where you have to be at PCA to order. It's a one-size Vitola. Um, we're very excited about it. Um, it does have an Ecuador, Connecticut, 20-count boxes. 
And I think, uh, you know, we're all putting out dark, robust cigars. So to me, it's really nice to have something in a Connecticut, um, something that I, you know, coming up in the 90s in the cigar world, Connecticut's where the rage and they haven't been in a long time. So I always appreciate a good Connecticut. So that's going to be the Crown Heads um, trade show exclusives, Fumato and C Major. And then the trade show exclusive from um, Ace Prime will be a cigar called Maria Lucia or Maria Lucia. Um, that is a cigar that is very close to, um, to uh, Luciano. It's named after his mother who died very young. And uh, the, the picture that's drawn on the box is uh, one of his daughters. One of his three daughters uh, drew herself. It's uh, one size, five and a half by 54. Um, Connecticut Broadleaf Limited Edition. The packaging's beautiful. The cigar smokes great. It's a box press. Um, I think you guys will be very, very happy with that. Yeah, and his daughter like drew that picture without ever seeing the image of her grandmother. That's from right. what I ended, yeah, yep, 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 yeah. It's a, there's a great story behind it. Uh, the box is really pretty as well. It's blue and white. Reminds me of some of the pottery you see in Mexico. But um, uh, that's going to be their PCA exclusive. Again, I uh, must be at the trade show to order that product. It's one skew. Um, and then we're going to have some new core line stuff. Um, Crowned Heads core line we announced today. Le Petitier, which was our last year's trade show exclusive. It was in a Lonsdale last year. This year, um, we do not have it in a Lonsdale. There are four new sizes. Uh, the Senadoris, which is a six and uh, one eighth by 48. The number 50, which is a four and three eighths by 50. With the Canyonasso, five and seven eighths by 52. And then a number 54, which is a five and I think three eighths by 54. So Connecticut Broadleaf. I love the packaging on it. It's beautiful, eye-catching without being overtly overboard, but it really pays tribute to what Le Petitier means, the baker. Yeah. And it's this blend uh, really met with a lot of uh, retailers really love the blend. And so we're very excited to have this cigar as our core release this year. And it's kind of a, a take on uh, Le Carême, if you will, one of our really good selling lines. So Le Petitier announced today, extremely excited about it. I have more samples here to smoke. Um, it, I think you guys will be, when you see it in person, I think you guys will be very excited. It's a beautiful Connecticut broadleaf. Uh, and then there will be a new core line from Ace Prime as well. Um, they will be announcing it very, very soon. Um, it'll be a four uh, Vitola line. Um, it will be a Nicaraguan Habana Corojo wrapper, I can tell you. Um, that's all I can share right now. It'll be announced very, very soon. Uh, but that will be a new core release for Ace Prime. So you're going to have a core line from Ace, a core line from Crown Heads, uh, a PCA exclusive from each company as well. And then um, I cannot announce it yet, but we will have someone else in our booth at the trade show, um, someone debuting themselves at the show. They'll be in our booth next week. The press release will hit. William, you will get this press release. I think I'm pretty good at getting you press releases. I, 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 I get them a couple hours late, yeah. but I get them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, listen, I, I, I try. I try. Uh, no, um, it's great. We get, look, it's great. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, and so it. next, yeah, next week we'll be announcing um, uh, a new, new company, new brand, and they'll have a couple things of offerings as well for the trade show. I think it'll be the talk of the trade show. I think a lot of people are going to be very excited. Um, I think you will see, an energy um, at this show uh, that we haven't seen in years. So I'm very, very excited and looking forward to that announcement next week. Um, and uh, again, I know that I'll share it with you guys as well. 
Um, really looking forward to that. So I think overall Crown Heads is, is really taking this opportunity to make the show special, give, give retailers a reason to come out. And um, I think we've taken a big step. And I think Crown Heads, Ace Prime and this new offering um, are really uh, hopefully setting the standard or raising the bar. Right. Now, let me, I'll ask one question on the new offering and you may not be able to answer. Is it a company that people know of, or is it something that is, they, it's going to be brand new is what I'm saying. It's going to be brand new. Okay. Yep. Interesting. It'll be, uh, I think it's going to be really exciting. Um, and it'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, I look forward to seeing you guys at the trade show and, and, uh, look, I, I think all the companies that are involved in PCA, all the companies that have committed to showing up, I think it's fantastic. Um, I know you just talked to uh, Alec from Alec Bradley. They make absolute incredible product, great people. I think all of us, uh, that really put a lot of energy in the show. I think this year is going to be very, very exciting. Like last year. Um, and you guys both developing pallets, um, coop, uh, the whole team you you guys roll with do a great job covering the show. And we look forward to welcoming you guys into the booth and showing you our new wares. Thank you. It's great. That's great. Uh, uh, for the PC exclusives, do you have like uh, planned ship dates for those from both sides? Yeah. So everything that will be announced for the show will be a July and August shipment. I mean, okay. everything is ready. This will be the most prepared yeah. we've been for the trade show. So July and August for all products. Okay. Perfect. That's right. good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you guys, um, you guys have always pretty solid with your, your ship dates. I've noticed too. Yeah, I think we've uh, done. I think we've done pretty good. There's a yeah. few, um, you know, we've released where that, you know, they've gotten hung up on something. But cigars have been ready. They're done. They've been done. And just packaging is is always an issue. But um, all of that looks to be right on schedule. And um, looking forward to shipping as soon as we get back. Yeah, Miguel, I'm assuming that the, you know, there'll be stuff like the, the Luciano line, right, uh, which was expanded. That's going to be uh, on display too this year. Yeah, the uh, Dreamer by Luciano. We, yeah. we showed it off at TPE. Um, we had a few samples to show off, but you'll see the finished product at the booth. You will also see Las Calaveras at the booth. You will also see our new event cigar for Crown Heads, Blood Medicine, and the new packaging. Not only the band, but the four-pack it comes in will be on display at the booth as well. No, it's great. I actually, when Luciano was on, I smoked the Dreamer Lancero, and... He had said to me, he thought I was smoking the Toro, but I think it was just the screen. I went and bought some Toros after that, and I was really impressed with that blend and the Toro even more. Yeah, the Toro uh, Deluxe. Yeah, the Toro Deluxe. I actually yeah. bought a box of them. It was, uh, yeah, so I was, I, I did like that a lot. I thought that blend just really clicked in the Toro Deluxe. He had kind of put that in my head that it was really good in that size, and I, it didn't disappoint me, so. Yeah, he loves the Toro Deluxe. I'm, I'm the Bellicoso guy. Right. I think, I think those two are outstanding in that, in that line. That's, that's good to hear. Uh, that's good to hear. And uh, like I said, I think, you know, you guys have uh, you guys did a really good job with your PCA exclusives. I think you guys, um, you know, it's great. The synergy with the companies we're seeing uh, is great. And it, it's a positive story overall. Um, and then obviously you guys stepping up at the trade show as the lead sponsor is a, a big thing as well. Yeah, both companies are growing by leaps and bounds and, and all credit goes to our incredible retailers and consumers out there. And again, it's really just about trying to create great products for the industry and for our retailers and for consumers, man. And, and luckily, over the last three, four years, we've, we've been very blessed to have a lot of success. So um, always trying to improve over every year. And uh, I think our partners, manufacturing partners have done a great job and our sales team have done a great job and we just keep it rolling, man. Yep. No, that, that's great to hear um, as far, you know, as, as well as that goes. 
And um, how did the Reds do tonight, by the way, before we go? The Reds lost today. We played an early game, um, but tomorrow, we uh, on Friday, we start uh, a series against San Francisco Giants. Go Reds. Go, go Reds, baby. Go Reds. That's we, all I got. Rob's listening. Go Reds. <laughs> we, lo- we, lost, ma- we lost to the Dodgers today 5-10. At least yeah. we got five runs. I'm going to make a prediction. Third place. Oh, they're they're gonna they're gonna pass the Cubs, and I think the Pirates will eventually crumble. Your lips, the gods. To, listen, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I don't think I'm not saying they're gonna win like 80 games, but I'm just saying they're gonna get third place in that division. It, it's it's not gonna be the disaster you thought after 25 games. So you you may only need 62 games to be third place. That's that's why <laughs> yeah. Aaron's that's why Aaron's laughing right now. I can. You're not gonna lose 100. I, gonna I know him. I know him so well. He's thinking all you need is like 61 two yeah. games. I, I don't think you guys lose 100 though. That's why. I hope not. I, I think you know. I think you guys have been playing much better. So. uh yeah. You, know, you know, as far as that goes, uh, and by the way, we have a we're like right now we're being tested. The Phillies, Rob yeah. Thompson's getting the biggest test of his managerial career because that road yeah. trip started out brutal. So when you step in uh, from a fired manager, it is a tough situation. It, it's tough, man. but then when you lose Harper, and I'm not making excuses, <laughs> um, yeah. it's tough. The whole team, as I've said it from day one, they have a different vibe when he's not in that lineup. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's something. So unfortunately, they had him out, but. So they got to get it going with the Padres. Padres aren't going to be an easy out tonight for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Miguel. Uh, anything else do you have at the, or we cover everything? No, you guys covered everything. Keep uh, all the people that are watching, keep your ears to the press releases next week. we got a lot of stuff coming. Aaron, um, Coop, thank you guys for having me on the show. Absolutely. And I look forward to seeing you guys in Vegas. Safe travels, my friends. All right. Thanks you for too. your time. And we look forward to seeing you as well. Say good, buddy. All right. That is Miguel Chaudel. He's the national sales manager for Crownhead Cigars. We are now bringing in um, uh, another baseball owner, member of our baseball team. Uh, he is uh, affectionately known as Mr. Warmth. Uh, he's the director of operations for Espinosa Cigars and the host of Square One, the show with uh, that he hosts. <laughs> he is <laughs> Hector Alfonso. <laughs> What Good is evening. up, Hector? Good evening, gentlemen. God, it's, it's so hard to follow Miguel because <laughs> I'm going to say the exact same thing he did. As a matter of fact, can we just go ahead and cut and paste what Miguel said? And I'm going to use all of those expletives. I'm sorry, all of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not expletives. Anyway, how are you guys? What's up? What's new? What's going on? How can I help you guys? Oh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, t- let's talk about Sean Penn a little bit. Uh, Sean, Penn. <laughs> Sean Penn, listen, Sean Penn is uh, he's in DC now listening in on the January 6th uh, hearings. And can there be anybody more important to us, civil, you know, simple minded people than Sean Penn, you know, right? Uh, listening in? I mean, you know, I'm sure he was very nervous during the Johnny Depp trial, too. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> so we're here to talk about the show, right? Yeah, I'm glad you had me on. Uh, I've got a list here. We have uh, 34 new items for the show. Oh, boy. Uh, th- 31 of them are uh 31 of them are uh you know line extension no actually so uh <laughs> so this is our uh god this is our ninth tenth uh 10 ninth 10th. Ninth show no because we didn't have a show the 2012 two, well because 2012 right 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 this is, 10. Our, this is our temp show yep uh ever since eric formed the company uh when they just uh dissolved you know so uh every year we've had incremental growth and uh you know we we're, we, just like Miguel said, we're, you know, as a boutique company, we find ourselves in a very good position. Uh, every year we get more traction. We get a little more notoriety. 
And hell, we we have Eric Espinosa. I mean, who has nobody else has Eric Espinosa? No, I'm talking about is he gonna is he gonna wear the crown and the cape? No, listen, (laughs) I don't. The cancel found that from something he did for a. Look, I can guarantee you he will wear the orange jacket one day. That's good. Blue okay. jacket. I can guarantee you we pretty much know what's going to be on the agenda. As long as he doesn't dye his, uh, his beard orange like he did one year. In, I think in New Orleans. <laughs> That's when he looked like the Burger King when he had the orange beard. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for us, at, uh, for us at the trade show, uh, obviously coming off uh, being one of the hosts last year, uh, we're not involved in it this year. So... Uh, we are releasing five items at the show, but uh, some of them are just one and done because this is our 10th anniversary as a company. So the first item we're releasing, uh, we are releasing Warhead 8, which mm. is the eighth installment of Warhead. Uh, I know it's a cigar that's done very well on your, uh, on your top 25, yep. top 30 every year. We're going, uh, with the big, we're going with the biggest total we've had yet. We're doing a six by 60, but it's box pressed. And once you look at it, box pressed, you know, it's not, it's not really that imposing. Uh, we've had a lot of success with the, the 6x60 in the last couple of years. The Azulejo 6x60, and uh, we did a gent for Cornelius and Anthony a couple of years ago in a, uh, in a 6x60 that did very well. So uh, I think it's just, you know, as people have asked me, why 6x60? Look, you can't come out with the same size every year. Then there's no need to put a number behind the word, you know? Every year we change the we change the Vitola, which changes the blend a little bit, and Everybody has a favorite. Mine is number three. I like that Lancero a lot. It was very good Lancero. And the answer have come from me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, not, you're one of the biggest Lancero haters out there. Yep. So, uh, you know, we, we've got that coming out. Uh, then we have uh, the 10th anniversary Lazona cigar. This Ooh. is a very, very, very limited cigar because, as you guys know, several, well, about a year ago, we had to stop making Laranja Reserve because we could not find the right wrapper, the wrapper that we needed to the Brazilian Bayano that we that we use in the right shade. So uh, as luck would have it, we did find some. I ordered as much as I could. And in some of that came a very chocolatey, a chocolate Bayano, Bayano Chocolate. And it was a very nice dark you know, Bayano. And I said, you know, I, I want this. I think we can do something with it. And from that comes the Lazona 10-year. It's going to be one size, 30-count box, because we had a very, and this is not, you know, one of those, you know, one of those uh, stories when you hear from the from manufacturers and blenders that we only had half a ba- half a bale. No, we really only had half a carton. You know, we had a carton of this. So we made as many as we could. Uh, we're going to release that. Uh, probably going to make like 250 boxes. It's super, super limited coop. What size and is it going to be? Six by 52. It's, I think we just went, we're going with the norm on that. Mm-hmm. The, okay. Everybody, six by 52 seems to be with everybody smoking. I remember when I got in the industry 10 years ago, uh, you made samples at five by 50 or five by 52. Now right. when you make samples, you want Toro sizes because it's, I think it's the most popular size, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Yep. So we have that coming out. Then we have the Espinosa 10 year because the zone is 10 years old and the company's 10 years old. So we're doing a Espinosa 10 year. That is a 20 count box, uh, another Toro. And it has uh, one of the, one of the tobaccos I've been wanting to work with for years, uh, Pelo de Oro. Oh, nice. And, uh, I'm very happy with the way that turned out. Uh, you know how things are at Espinosa. You know, I, I sneak the cigar into Eric, and then he, if he goes, this, is, this, this ain't bad, that means it's pretty good. So right. uh, we went with that. So 6 by 52 uh, Oh, the, uh, like I said, the let me backtrack. The Lazona, Lazona 10, uh, Bayano Curo, the, uh, the Warhead Nicaraguan Broadleaf, the uh, Lazona, I'm sorry, the Espinosa 10 will be a... Havano Rosado, 
It, it, it couldn't have been anything else, Hector. Be, it, it's got, it's got to be. <laughs> it wasn't going to be anything else but that one. <laughs> and actually, it's a, it's actually a pretty it's a pretty light Havano Rosado. I right. I don't want to say Havano Cloud anymore because right that, that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Mm. Actually, it's pretty good, by the way. So uh, that's the third one. Then we get into La Se Provincia. The next, uh, the next entry in the six provinces. This is number four. This is come away. This is going to be a twenty count box. A very cool design. Junior uh, again. Uh, uh, Junior came up with the concept. We fine tuned it to, to get because it's you know he he thinks really outside the box. But when you think that outside the box, you're you're having a problem making the box. So <laughs> you know we we came out with a his, his idea was great. Uh, we got it polished up. And uh, you guys are going to see it's a 20 count box, very nice. Incorporates some of the some of the same scenes that you saw in the first three iterations of of, uh, six, of the six provinces, but this one is geared more to Kamaway. And uh, I think you you guys are going to like you're going to like the cigar. It's a six by fifty, again box pressed, and a very nice dark uh, Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro. A nice I, dark, sir. A nice dark I, I enjoyed sir. that one, by the way. That one I did smoke one of the unbanded's. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice dark scar. We don't. I don't think we make enough of those. Right. I think uh, six hundred one green is the the only true score we make. Yeah. So this is a a really nice dark cigar, and and of yeah. course my favorite wrapper, which is Habano. You know how much I, right. you know How much I love Habano. You know? Right. Right. So uh, <laughs> we have that. That's also a limited amount. That's going to be about a thousand boxes. Uh, we're we're working. Uh, we're working diligently uh, because, you know, just like Miguel said, and I, I didn't catch all that Alec that, uh, that Bradley said. Oh, was it Alec or Bradley? If you know, Alec. 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 You had Alec on. And, you know, it's, it's the same thing that a lot of us are going through. You know, the cigars have been done. Is the box guy going to come through? Did the band guy come through? Yeah. The guy who made the labels. So the, the guy who made the stickers and the vistas, you know, we're, we're it seems that every year we try to get ahead of the curve and, and get these things ordered earlier. And, you know, it's still the same rush, you know, we, yeah. you know, we're sweating it. So uh, that's, that's the four that uh, that's the four that we're coming out with. And then uh, not, we're not going to call it a PCA exclusive, but it's only, we're going to put it, we're going to make it available at the PCA, the knuckle sandwich, uh, six and a half by 52 box press figure out. Wow, so it, it is the uh, it's a it's a tweak of the uh, knuckle sandwich blend, but with another nice dark oscuro wrapper. I mean, this is our year for you know how year you know every year something cyclical. Everybody does Connecticut, or everybody did Cameroon, everybody went to Lanceros. This year, Espinosa's gone dark wrap. So, uh, so this so, is only for the Maduro, not the Habano. This is no, it's not. It's not. A, it's not a Sumat River. The oh, Maduro. It's a, it's a, oh, sorry. It's, so it's completely the, separate. It's a completely different wrapper. It's a completely different colored box. It's a completely different size. It's its own thing. So yeah. it is a you know. Uh, wow. I, listen, it's a it's a nice, it's a beautiful ten count box. The 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 construction. It's the same size for those of you for those of you thinking what a six and a half by fifty two box press Figurado. It's the same size as the Bayasai Tia that came out a couple of years ago. Love that size. I really wanted to have something, you know, Junior has been bothering me for years to do a Solomon, to do a Figurado. So, you know, we, we went in that direction with that. It's a good, it's a nice, it's got, a, the cigar's got some balls to it. It's got a, it's got a little bit, it's got some yang to it, you know. The, right. And in that size, it's really, you know, it's, it's just an elegant cigar. I mean, it's just, I don't smoke a lot of Figurados, but that one really kind of got my attention. So I really wanted to do that. 
Is that similar to like the Bayes Artes Figurado? It's exactly the same. You know, we're making it at AJ. It's okay, that's what I was gonna add. Yeah, it just yeah, because that's a, I love the Bayes Artes in that Figurado. Same right? old, but our yeah. own blend. Yeah, you know, I don't want I don't want any confusion. It's our own blend. We're making it, uh, but we just love that size. You know, that's good. So we're we're excited about that. And then uh, to you know, as we're fine, we're we're trying to finalize uh, the show. I think we're gonna have a, I think we're gonna have a big show. Uh, last year, just like Miguel said, I mean, listen, we're it's it's almost the same. We're just repeating the same thing over and over. Uh, we had the, our best show ever. You guys were in our booth and you saw, you know, the how the the hustle and the bustle. I didn't have a ch- I didn't have time to shoot the shit with you guys. No, and I, I mean, you you nearly killed your foot or your legs. Yeah, I mean, yes, and I, I couldn't even go. I couldn't even go to the media house, and I'm I'm glad I'm off probation for that. No, you're about it. You have an invite. Yeah. So listen, it's just our our booth last year was smoking. I mean, never in our nine up to that point, nine year history, had we ever run out of order forms at the show. I mean, we had no order forms. And then several hours after that, we had no more new client forms, which is a first for us. I mean, that just shows you how much how much business we generated last year. Right. And how much more we expect to generate this year, uh, based on the fact that we're fat on a lot of, you know, on products that we'll be able to we'll be able to sling. And, uh, you know, just to share it with you guys, we will have, uh, from what I understand, Guy Fieri will be at our booth one of the days. Uh, we haven't narrowed it down yet because we want to make sure that we're ready for the onslaught of oh, tire, yeah. ki- tucky, tire, what did you call it, Coop? Tire, tire kickers. kickers. Tire kickers and Lucy Lou's. Like, uh, like I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be like, you know, Big Pop. I'm going back to Big Poppy four years ago. I'm just telling you, it's going to be a madhouse. Listen, he is, he is, uh, we told him about this as soon as the beginning of the year, we told him about the show and he was in from the beginning. I mean, there is no conflicting dates. It's just a matter of when him and Eric settle on what day it's going to be. And, you know, after, after he's at the booth, uh, I think he's going to go down to the, uh, to the, the, the bar or what are we we calling it? The bar on the floor. Happy hour. Happy Uh, hour. The the happy hour. It starts at four o'clock actually. Yeah. He's going to go, well, we're, we're not going to be there at four o'clock. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to be in the booth from four to, we're going to be in the booth till the bell, till the bell rings. And then he'll be, uh, he'll be over there. Shamalama ding donging from six to seven. And I'm sure shaking hands and taking pictures and, and being Guy Fieri, you know, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it's, it'll be a, it, it, it'll be the, the, there'll be a nice calm after the storm because you know how happy I am at the show and how much I enjoy the show and you know how how how, be, you, how, uh, how approachable I am at the show. Hey, how, you know, I, I know which night you're not coming to the media house. Oh yeah, for sure. You can, <laughs> that's yeah. gonna be that night. He's there. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's just uh, listen. It's it's a uh, it's a chance for look. It's 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 been it's been a big hit for our company uh, to have to have this 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 collaboration with Guy Fieri you know it's uh we've talked about this on end many many times it's a guy who transcends the industry but he's not a poser when it comes to cigars the guy smokes cigars listen he smokes more cigars than I do and I actually saw him light one off another so I mean and I've never done that <laughs> wow I mean this guy smokes cigars and and he likes his cigars and uh and you know he generates you know he's got a lot of positive energy around me which I, I'm really I don't know how to deal with that but you know he has all that positive energy and and, and people just are drawn to him you know just kind of like me, right, Coop? You know, right, just drawn right. to me and, and, and that positive energy that I bring. Yeah. But seriously, this is uh this is a good opportunity for us. I mean, having Guy there for one day and then having Eric there all four days, and obviously the 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 man, the myth, the legend that what is Jack Tarano, you know, and because once you go Jack, 
we, we just can't go there, back, look you know? there's some serious there's gonna be some serious enforcement in that booth but i can tell you i am i i tell you what i'm looking for i'm looking for a habitual line stepper that movie soul plane when the woman said i ain't yeah. slapped the bitch in a long time you know <laughs> i got a lot of strength in my slap a bitch arm yeah listen that's i'm i'm not looking forward to that but as jack has told me that is the price you pay you know that's the price that you pay you know uh could be worse you could have a empty booth and you're just kind of staring at each other so uh it, like what were you gonna say coop i'm sorry no, I was going to say, like I said, there's plenty of enforcement in that booth because if, if you're for some reason, if you're not up to the test, Jack will Jack will step in. I can tell you that. So, you you know. if, I was, if I was as big as Jack, I would have been I would have been killed a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> it would have killed me a long time ago. because I've got as, as he would say, I've got some bad milk in me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, look, I'm looking forward to us having a great show. I'm looking forward to all of our. Uh, our other boutique brothers who go to the show to have a good time. Listen, it's a great time to be in the cigar industry. Uh, the cigars that are coming out, you know, uh, the majority are very good cigars. Yep. And I'm just very excited uh, that, you know, that after 10 years, we're still here and we're growing every year. And and listen, Espinosa, Espinosa Cigars was a dream. You know, it was a dream that uh, that he had. And, and you know, uh, he brought his son along and he brought this unknown guy who worked at a cigar factory, uh, worked at a, a cigar store. That was me, and here we are, you know. So uh, we're very excited. You know, the rest of the team. I forget, and I, I got to make sure I don't leave them out. Richie will be there, and and our our in house guys, and then our brokers who've all done a great job this year. I mean, they've yeah. all done a great job. Yeah. So I'm very excited about the show. That's great. And I'm very excited about five o'clock or six o'clock the other three days. Uh, so yeah, right. so I can run for the hills. Right. Uh, definitely, just take some Tylenol. Uh, Xanax. If you need I'm, Xanax. I'm, I'm I'm retired now, so I'm thinking about going to an uh, dispensary. Uh, so I'm, yeah, retired now. <laughs> no more no more urine tests for me. So I'm uh I may have to go uh, or I might see what uh uh is uh see one of our one of our boys over there uh has uh has the magic stuff for Hector. Yeah. Hector will be Hector's legs gonna be on fire by six o'clock. Oh, I can imagine. All right, all right. So thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Do you guys have any questions or anything on what we're releasing or what we got going on? I mean, one quick question: the knuckle sandwich, uh, boxes of Verado, that's a limited as well. We are. We've made three thousand. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from PCA and exclusive limited and all this. Stuff. Right. We've made three thousand boxes of it. Right. And we're doing it at the show. Is it one and done, or is it just? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. See, okay. I, look, if if all we need is for him to turn to us and say. I really like this. We should make this all the time. And guess what? It's core line it's, now. <laughs> exactly. It's core line, you know? Exactly. So, uh, that's what we're doing. All right. All right, Hector. Thank you all so right, much, bro. my friend. We'll, we'll be talking soon, and, uh, and I'll be seeing you in a couple weeks. How about let's go Mets? You, you gave the Reds all the love. How about some, you know, you're complaining about losing Harper. We've been we need McNeil Andy. back. Give McNeil back. Yeah, I need McNeil back. I need DeGrom back. I need Scherzer back. I need Carrasco yep. back. We're all we're hurting over <laughs> look, here. Look, I'm, look, Hector, I'm rooting for you guys this year. I love Buck, and uh, yeah, I know we're not going to catch you guys. So, best. I mean, seriously, best of luck. I think it's a great season you guys are having. All right, buddy. Take it easy, guys. All right. See you, Hector. That, you. that is Hector Alfonso of Espinosa Cigars. We are now bringing in uh, Michael Capolini of Toscano Cigars here. Um, and then, um, we have a, after, after, um, Michael, we have a, we have a short break, uh, but like before that, I'll, I'll bring in Enrique's next. So I'll bring Enrique on at, at that slot too. So, so he's not here all night. Cause I know it's late there. So Michael's coming in right now. I'm here. I'm just trying to start the video guys. Bear with no me. problem, Michael. Right. There you are. What's How's up? it going, Michael? Good. Good to see you again. 
You guys too. What's going on? Oh, living the dream. Living the dream. Um, belated congratulations. I know uh, on the nuptials. I know it's a few months ago, but wanted to congratulate you as well. Thank you very much. Appreciate yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we're, uh, what are we, almost six months in now? We're still married, so I guess that's a good sign, right? That's so, a good yeah. sign as well. That's a good sign. As well. um, I assume you guys went to Italy on the honeymoon, right? I think that's why it's... Oh, great question. Before we get into <laughs> our related, we waited because we didn't know what was going to happen with the global pandemic and all that. So uh, we're actually going after PCA on our honeymoon to Italy. Oh. So about that. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Um, we waited on our honeymoon, not quite as long, but there were other reasons because we were moving. We didn't go right on a honeymoon either. So uh, it's not, a, it's actually not a bad thing to do it that way. Uh, you'll find. Well, uh, and it's wife is vice principal at a local. Oh uh, yeah. Wait till summertime. Too. Yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. But that, that's good here. Uh, good to hear. And uh, very happy for you as well. Um, so Michael, let, let's kind of get into things. Um, you guys just announced some stuff last week. I've actually already had a chance to smoke it. Um, some of it and I was very, I, I enjoyed it a lot. So let's talk about the new Master Series. Sweet. I was actually going to ask you if you got your care package. Yep. So happy that you- <laughs> yeah. So that's check one off the list that I had tonight. So that's right. good. Yeah. Um, no. So it's obviously, first and foremost, before even started, I want to thank you and Aaron for, you know, even having me on the show and, and talk everybody out there listening. I mean, let's, let's be honest without you guys, without the cigar media that we have, it, it, it's, a, it's a tough world. So I really, what you guys do is, is, is really phenomenal. And it's, it's a pleasure and an honor to be on this show again. So I really appreciate that opportunity. Number one. Oh, we appreciate it as well. I know uh, when, when bear and I, and, and our, our coalition went to the booth, you were like, you were, your booth was again, one of these really busy booths. We, I was glad we got you on day three. I was worried we weren't going to get you at one point and we finally yeah. got you at a good time, which was good. Yeah, we were we were really uh, fortunate last year, and and we're looking forward to uh, building on that success again this year. Uh, fortunately, Toscano has been growing rapidly year over year, and we're looking for more growth as we continue forward. Um, but again, the biggest thing is I, I really can't say enough. I mean, obviously, you guys do an unbelievable job to help get our word out, um, and then additionally, obviously, the retailers and the consumers themselves are really what make Tos- Toscano move. So thank you to everybody. Uh, who gives us that opportunity and, and really understands who we are as a company. And those who don't yet, I'm looking forward, make sure you stop over to the Toscano booth and we'll have that nice discussion when we, uh, when we meet face to face. So. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So the cigars that we have, we have some really interesting and exciting stuff for Toscano. So first and foremost, uh, I just want to talk real briefly, if I can, on the cigars that we have, yeah. we have th- yeah. three, blends of Toscano coming up here and it's called the Master Age series and the Master Age series is really based on the process of proper aging and the fine care that goes into each and every Toscano cigar. The Master Age for 360 days uh, each and every day our refiner Affinatore for those by the way by the end of by the end of like give me two years and I think you guys are going to be speaking fluent Italian if you just give me the opportunity <laughs> or get so our affinatore or our refiner goes in every single day to check the proper humidity and temperature of the cigar, which is why these Toscano cigars should be kept in a humidor, which is a little bit outside the, the, the norm for Toscano. Yeah. Um, 
So that's kind of our first step. And then the second thing is, is each Toscano blend, Master Series 1, 2, and 3, is a different blend. Uh, the first series is, the Series 1 is an American wrapper with a 50-50 uh, American to Italian fill. Uh, the second is an Italian wrapper with a 50-50 blend. And then the third blend that we have is all American tobacco. Uh, and again, the biggest difference that we have with these cigars, is twofold. Number one, what I just discussed regarding our affinatore, our refiner, making sure that it's at the proper humidity and the proper temperature throughout the entire aging process uh, for 360 days. And then in addition to that, the ring gauge is a little bit bigger. It's a, it's a six and a third by 40 uh, ring gauge, which again is a bit larger than the normal Toscano, which is, you know, a six by 29, 30, 31, no, no Toscano is really the same. So uh, it's, it's kind of really exciting times. And the other thing that we have a little bit different are the boxes themselves. So the boxes themselves are really, really gorgeous. Our, you know, we've worked hand in hand with our marketing team in Italy. As you can see, the description of the star and a little bit about who we are is there. It's a 30 count box. It's got all the descriptions that you have really nice embossed. Uh, uh, it's, it's really a premium look for, for, for these, for these cigars. And, and that's what we're trying to get across to the American consumer is that Toscano really, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. Toscano isn't really what it looks like. Let's just put it that way. Right. I always say whenever we have, I mean, even when we did our shows, Toscano, don't judge the book by the cover. Give mm -hmm. us that, give us that opportunity to understand the love, the passion, and the uh, uh, desire that goes into each and every stick that's rolled by our 40 female cigar rollers, you know, and then we're overcoming that hurdle every single year. And the good thing is, is that the, uh, the smokers are our consumers here in the United States are really catching on to that also. And you mentioned that these should be put in the humidor. What is different about the way these are constructed? Why you'd recommend putting these in the humidor? Well, again, the, the construction of the cigar is fairly similar to any other Toscano, but the differential is, is the, the way that they're matured. Uh, obviously, all Toscano cigars are matured and aged in temperature-controlled climates. However, the differential is, is that we have somebody going in every single day to ensure that the proper humidity and the proper temperature is kept consistent throughout with any uh, deviation whatsoever. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I smoked the three. I thought the number three was the boldest of the three. I may be wrong on that, but that was my impression. Uh, yeah. they, they were both. They were all three of them were bold, but I thought that number three had a little more kick than, than I than I was expecting on that. Yeah, and it should. And that's 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 uh, an astute. See, Coop, I knew it. You're, you became a Toscano aficionado over the past two years, and I knew it was going to happen. I just yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I really like I said I've enjoyed it. I mean. Any shot the Nobleys are coming back? Because we love that cigar, at least uh, some of us. Yeah, so the Toscano Nobile was uh, it was a special release, a very limited edition release. There were only 500 boxes released in the United States. And for the foreseeable future, because the back was aged for 10 years, it's not, unfortunately, it's not going to come back. It was actually originally released for our duty-free only. But it was really, it was a great process that we went through, an interesting process that we went through to see if it would work here in the United States. And obviously it did right. uh, because very, very few boxes. There might be a couple boxes left. So you might, you might be, you might be lucky on that. But yeah, uh, yeah so we, we, we really, uh, we did well with that one. And that's another thing too. That was kind of an interesting step forward for us too, with the really elegant box, with the embossed box, with the, you know, the, 
really long age tobacco and um you know just like any tobacco itself as you age it the more mature the more flavorful the cigar becomes and that's what you're really seeing with toscano because toscano tobacco in general is higher in nicotine uh, because of the Kentucky, Tennessee seed, even that that's harvested in the, in, in Italy is very high in nicotine. So we're really, really excited about these three releases. And we really hope that, uh, you know, they catch on as well as I think they're going to. Yep. And there'll be coffee at the booth, right? Listen, it wouldn't be a <laughs> bear. Bear told me to ask that question, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No question that we won't miss out on the espresso, but to your point real fast, <laughs> I'm really happy that you you're, you're able, and that kind of gives a, a little bit of insight to those who maybe aren't really uh, Toscano smokers. I mean, Coop, you were able to pick up on that little bit bolder flavor, and the reason that the bolder flavor is really uh, present in the third blend of the Master Age is because it's all American tobacco. Uh, you know, the, the the fire curing that we have with the notes of hickory really increase that over that hickory wood really increases the body of the cigar itself. So. Touche on that. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Nice, nice. You know, right a few months ago, you, but another strategy I know is that Toscano does is, I know you guys come out with something at the trade show, and then another time of the year, you you bring over, I guess, one of something that's in Europe already that comes like, to the U.S. So that was the uh, Extra Vecchio. Yeah, Extra Vecchio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a continue. Like, so there's a lot more of these like blends that we may not have seen in the U.S. that I guess as plans, we'll see them, right? That's correct. That's correct. I mean, fortunately, Toscano... Uh, we have a nice portfolio and we have amazing master blenders that are working day in and day out to keep up with the demand for the consumer and the, uh, the demand for the proper palate for the consumer. Because, you know, going back to one of my initial statements regarding Toscano, a lot of people are afraid to smoke us just because we look so harsh. We're rustic. I always say that we're not ugly. We're not harsh. We're rustic. So if you give us that opportunity and you're able to actually taste our profile, you're going to realize that Toscano really is something that should be put in your rotation. Yep. As, and I mean, you guys, listen, I, I, I'll give you your 20 bucks after the show for saying all these <laughs> things. Uh, but realistically, I mean, you guys are a testament to that. You guys yeah. have kind of understood now what Toscano is, who we are, and why we do what we do. Uh, so again, I'm very appreciative of that and your understanding of, of the product itself. No, that that's great. Uh, I know the books we picked up from the booth last year were just like they were just so valuable, as well. Um, if, those books were amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The book Toscano, unfortunately, is very rich in history, very rich in uh, artisanal uh, work, very rich in uh, a familial sense. Also, considering that our forty female cigar rollers, a lot of them come from the original. Uh, lineage of the cigar rollers from 1815. I mean, th th those stories sell. And in addition to that, we make an amazing product. So once people kind of grasp on to who we are, they really understand that the product is one. It's a wonderful premium product that needs to be put in the rotation. That, that's good. That's good. So, so when you guys get into the show, I will be there by Wednesday night. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to be in for a couple of days early. Right after Nice. Looking yeah. forward to it. Well, make sure you stop by the by the booth because Toscano, we're actually hosting a happy hour on Saturday. Yeah, I thought that we're doing the first night's happy hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah from four to seven. So make sure you stop by, come see us, and uh, we'll be kind of releasing, if you will, the master blend to those who attend Absolutely. that. Look forward to having everybody there. Fantastic. Look forward to it. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Any questions regarding the uh, uh, the product itself? Uh, I had one last one. Um at least uh, 
that is not a limited product, right? The uh, the master uh, age, right? That's no. gonna be ongoing. Fortunately, we and and there's there's a lot of discussions already for expansion because we're seeing it, it's kind of it. So we know our our industry is really awesome, right? But it what what to me what I'm starting to see now in particular with being the national brand ambassador, the United States brand ambassador for Toscano, to see people asking as much as they are, to see the excitement behind these new releases, it only makes sense to ensure that we have the proper product for our consumers yeah. that love with this particular blend. So. Blends, I should say, because there's three of us. There's three of them. So that's great. Yeah. So, but listen, we're really looking forward to it. And you know, listening to everybody else before me, it's obvious that the cigar industry is 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 strong. It, it's obvious that we're continuing to grow. It's obvious that there's a lot of room for a lot of different opportunities. So, uh, you know, to all my other brothers and sisters of the leaf, thank you for always being there. For for you know, it's important. It's imperative that we stay with each other and we consistently fall on one another. And just to hear the excitement behind of all the other guests and obviously you guys is really, uh, it's a testament to who we are as an industry. And I'm really excited to see where, what the future holds for us. So uh, again, I, I really, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but thank you so very much for everything that you guys do. Absolutely. Thank you as well. We really appreciate it uh, in return as well. Thank you for being here as well. Um, you were one, you're one of the few people who've done all three of these that we've done. Yeah. So uh, you're a staple of this. And of course you're welcome every year. So, <laughs> well, the one thing I'll tell you one thing guys that I was really excited about, I got the email early yeah. uh, on like last two years. So, you know, it was nice to, to get on yeah, early right? slot, early slot. Yeah. We got <laughs> you there always. Well, was, I screwed up the first year with it. It really wasn't, uh, I, you know, so this year I just basically said first come first serve, pick your slot, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so it was good. So yeah. Cause you had a midnight one, one year. I remember you had the last, <laughs> you hung in that whole time. Yeah, I, I don't care if I have to be on at four o'clock in the morning. It's worth every single second to even have the opportunity to see you guys. I know you're you're crazy busy. You're all over the place. You're always doing you know the the good work of our industry. So whatever it takes for me to have even two minutes with you guys is worth every second. So appreciate that, Michael. Thank you. We appreciate it. All yep. right, Michael. We will see you in Vegas. Safe travels. Be well, and I look yep. forward to seeing. You. All you right. That's Michael Capolini of Toscano Cigars. Um, so we actually had a, a, a um, we actually had a break spot here. Uh, what I'm just going to do, Aaron, I think is I'm going to briefly just recap the sponsors, sure. and then um, we we will um, we'll bring in um, the Cavalier guys. We're next, and then Enrique's up. So I just want to quickly mention some sponsors. Um, starting off with, of course, uh, Delos Race Cigars. They are. Um, Longtime sponsor of us are also one of our trade show sponsors for Cigar Coop this year. They've been with us from day one. Thanks to them. Uh, Perdomo Cigars, of course, uh, home of the Perdomo Cigar Studios. Uh, great sponsor of ours. Uh, we always want to mention Perdomo Cigars. Uh, Aganor Salif. Uh, so thanks to Aganor Salif. Uh, they have a lot of stuff coming out at the trade show. Be sure to check out the Aganor experience on Cigar Coop. You go to Sidebar. Uh, we're highlighting the sampler packs right now on, on there. Uh, of course, our friends at Tailored Smoke in uh, Charlotte and Concord, North Carolina. JRE Tobacco, um, again, from with us from day one. Uh, we'll be seeing them at the trade show. And, of course, uh, our friends at Corona Cigar Company uh, who make a lot of this possible and get a lot of the cigars we talk about down at Corona Cigar Company. Uh, so I'm going to bring in uh, – we have actually double guests this time. Um, 
we're going to bring in Brian Matola and Sebastian Zacape of um, Cavalier Cigars. So we're, we're, they're both joining in right now. And uh, hang in there, Enrique. You'll be next. And we see them kind of coming into the room right now. What's up, Coop? What is going on? We get uh, we get both of you guys tonight. What's yeah. up, good people? Hey. Of course. <laughs> I saw I saw Brian was announcing the list, but then he he trapped me in there. He was like, "Hey, we have the stuff. We have that stuff." I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> I, know. <Yeah. laughs> I, act- I actually thought it was later at night, Coop. So I really like doing that to Sebastian. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah. He always he always figures out the 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 way. This one is actually pretty yeah. early. It's really not bad. Yeah. But he, yeah. he, he always finds the right ways to do like weird stuff at mid that midnight on a Sunday or stuff like <laughs> yeah. this, like with bear, you know, with the the, the, the classic bear thing. That's right. Well, well, hour show. well, you know, when I go down to Caribbean cigars, I mean Brian just kind of strokes in there sometimes at eleven o'clock at night, you know, like ready to start smoking. It's like I got there, like Brian just kind of walks in there, yeah. That is pretty terrible, you know. When when we're down at the factory or something, so we we are at the house in the morning. I go up, uh, I I go out of the house to to check uh, before leaving, and he's already half through his cigar, and all the way all the night, all the day smoke, and then we get to uh, the evening uh, back home, and he just drops that last cigar at whatever the time it is. I'm like, I'm, I need to go, I need to go to bed. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I'll go in a bit. I'll go in a bit. Are you guys more. both down in Honduras right now? No, no. no uh, only Brian one is. of us is lucky to be in Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at his face. He's way too happy. Yeah. No, I could tell happy. from the sky. It looks like it's still early. It looked like it was still early. That's why I was wondering, Sebastian, if you were down there. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm in Dallas right now. Uh, I was actually planning on going down there, but um, well, stuff came in the way. So home, just under that crazy heat in Dallas, but. So- can't so Aaron, complain. we had we had um Sebastian on KMA a few weeks ago, and he did the show from like someplace in downtown Dallas. It was <laughs> it was like one of the most unique places I saw anyone ever do 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 one of these shows. <laughs> like you think can't, uh, can't can be too fancy, right? Yeah, everybody has a nice backdrop. Look at you guys and everything. So. <laughs> uh, we just ha- we had we just have to invent new ones. I need to move every time. I'm actually in the same spot, just on the other side. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. Good. So, uh, Brian, you know, obviously big, big things happening with Cavalier Cigars. Brian, you've come on board uh, over the past year, uh, and this is your first time on the show. Sebastian, we've had you on the show before. So welcome. Um, new factory. Thank you. So, so congratulations. Yeah. Brian showed me a lot of pictures of the factory when I was in Miami, and uh, great job, guys. No, I appreciate thank that. You. Thank you for having us, and uh, thank you for the kind words. It's, yep. been, uh, it's been a very interesting um, uh, experience, and... Um, it's I think it's 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 been it's been actually really fantastic. A little crazy, yeah, really fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. What do you, mm. so what do you guys what are you guys uh thinking about going what do you guys got going on with the trade show this year? Nothing, we're not going. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Brian just said, What and, the fuck just and, happened? <laughs> no, and, no, no. We're we're of course going. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm I'm really excited, right? We're um we have added on to the sales team this year. Uh, we're really, really, um, yeah, I mean, covered in the best way possible, basically. Uh, Brian came on, so there's going to be more people with us this time. Yeah, last year, more people. This year, more people compared to last year. Last year was a very good year. 
Uh, and I think this year is going to be uh, absolutely crazy. I mean, we've been extremely lucky so far. Things have been very good. So it's going to be a very interesting experience. I think, first of all, I'm very excited to do that first trade show with Brian. Um, and that's, uh, that's going to be a, a very interesting uh, thing for us. Uh, and so, yeah, we're very excited about this. We do have some pretty big things uh, coming. So obviously, uh, the first the first classical is a limited edition, the yearly LE. You know, the classic that has been mm-hmm. out since 2018. Mm-hmm. Every year different. Uh, only thing I can tell you is uh, basically we're going to show off the box for the first time um, at the trade show. It's going to ship just after the trade show uh, for the US. It's 1,948 boxes. 10 counts, uh, more or less slightly over half of them go to the, the U.S. So um, very, very limited production. Um, as always, it's, it's a little bit our lab, right? We play around with tobaccos. We find funky, different, funny stuff to work with, uh, as it's always been. And um, this year is not going to be any different from it. Uh, the same way, it's always the same reason. We also never disclose anything because it's a one-time thing. It's really a lab. It's a playground, right? Um, every box is numbered by hand like every year uh, and uh, it's going to be a box press cigar this year in a Toro size that's basically as far as it can go uh, I think it's definitely something worth uh, dropping by to check uh, on our booth uh, at our booth at a trade show um, it, it became a little bit of it became a little bit our our you know our habit every trade show so it's something that is really a one time thing uh, people know it now. Uh, we don't play around with it. We don't, we don't, you know, it's, it's no joke. So uh, come and stop by, see it. So that's the first, uh, the first thing, reiteration of that, that new, that new version of the limited edition. Question on um, that. Um, which one question yeah. real quick. You said oh, it's yeah, a box yeah. press, right? Is that the first time it's been box press? I'm trying to remember. Second, uh, third time. Third time. Okay. Third see, time. Yeah. my memory's going. You're right. Yeah. So in 2018, it was, that's uh, box pressed in 2020 it was a box pressed and 22 now it's gonna be a box pressed again okay okay yeah so um you know it's been there's been it was a short robusto one year yeah that was 2019 that's I, okay yeah, yeah i smoked a lot of those i actually got a box of those that's why oh you still have oh. one i think that's the they're gone no they're gone they're fine more. Oh, okay <laughs> they're smoked. they've been smoked yeah <laughs> so they've been smoked they're long gone yeah, the 2018, I think, was the mildest. Uh, 2019, sorry, was the mildest yes. of all of the releases, too. Um, it's been interesting. The, the 2020 has been pretty beefy. The, the 21 was, was extremely unique. Uh, this year is going to be, a, once again, a completely different experience. What I really like about it is the ability for us to create, right? The ability for us to, 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 to really go through the process with no limitations, do what we want to do. And bring something without, you know, having to ask ourselves questions: if is it is it something we can replicate or not? How could we, if we could, and so on? Yeah. It's really okay. Let's play with what we have, what we find, make it something special, make, make it a one-time experience. It shows. I think it's a good opportunity for us to show always what we're able to do with tobacco, and also uh, just for us to continuously learn and make sure that we don't, you know, miss something or don't yep. lose. You know, it's, it's a question of not losing interest in what you're doing too, right? You, you yep. need that excitement and things, that creative aspect. So that's, that's it. Uh, definitely drop by and, so, and see that. Now, the big, big change uh, or big addition, not change, big addition this year for us, uh, 
is probably going to be criticized, good or bad. I don't really care. Actually, it's going to be pretty <laughs> funny. Um, we're releasing a cigar. I did. Uh, you were on the show. Yeah, I remember you were talking uh, about this. Yeah. Camp. Yeah. So um, there is going to be uh, a new. To, to, to give a little bit of background, so Cavalier, for people that would not be familiar, um, is uh, the cigar with the gold diamond always, right? So you find uh, the, 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 the line, we've, what we've done through the years is line, uh, addition, uh, line additions. So we have the white, the black, two, the Viso Jalapa, the USA exclusive, the limited, the small batches and stuff like this. Um, we got to a point where, first of all, it was interesting to challenge ourselves a little more. Uh, not, you know, repeating, even though the blends change and everything, um, I, I hate starting to be in a comfort zone. So we, we kind of slapped our faces a little bit and say, okay, what do we do? How do we do something else? How do we surprise people? And how do we force ourselves to do something new, unique, you know, uh, very special again? So we are, instead of doing additional line extension, an additional line extension at the show, we decided to create and launch a new sub-brand under the Cavalier portfolio. Got it. Um, so it's going to be a very unique, very different presentation. It, we've been working on that presentation probably for over a year now. Blends have been ready for a long time. Um, the, the, the cigars, the boxes are going to be cabinets, 24-count cabinets, four sizes to start off with, a short Robusto 4.5 by 50, a Robusto Gordo 5 by 54, a Toro 6 by 52, and a Torpedo 6 by 52. Um, they're going to be, uh, I think the, the big hit is it has its own personality. It's a new brand, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and that brand, uh, is visually going to be very different. Um, you guys should come, uh, people should go check it out because it's probably going to make people talk quite a bit. Uh, and we're, we're very much looking forward to the positive and the negative. Uh, I think it's going to be very fun. Um, I will drop. Uh, one more uh, little information there too. Uh, it, there will be extensions to this. Uh, this is a first step towards a new, an additional era to what we're doing. Um, and uh, yeah, I think this is going to be pretty exciting. <clears throat> uh, the blend, I can already tell you a little bit about it. <clears throat> the wrapper is going to be Avano from Jalapa. Uh, not the same Viso Jalapa that you know, but we process it. Uh, uh -huh. It's a clearer Jalapa, so it's going to be a fairly different profile too. The binder is going to be a Bano from Hamastran, um, from Honduras. And then uh, fillers, uh, that's where it really becomes unique because it's something that we never... I mean, it's a profile that, you will, that nobody has ever seen out of what we do. And I think that's really going to be um, a very interesting experience because, once again, we're bring in something that is completely out of what has been done from us in the past. So the fillers are going to be, um, um, sorry. Um, oh, got lost. Pennsylvania, uh, broadleaf grown in Central America, Viso mm -hmm. Jalapa. And we're going to have, um, oh, now it just left my mind. You'll come back and see me at the show. <laughs> uh, I, I, lost, I lost the fourth one. Don't even ask me why my memory is getting bad. I guess I'm getting an old man. But yeah, um, basically a very unique because we have that mix between the so first time we're releasing a cigar with tobacco from the U.S., uh, Pennsylvania in this case, 
uh, we work with other tobaccos like broadleaf, but grown in Central America. So it's a very different profile from the broadleaf that you're used from the U.S., et cetera, et cetera. So we, we can already, uh, I mean, it's going to be a very surprising profile, very different profile, but I think it's very well balanced, very, very flavorful uh, for everybody that is used to what we do. You know, we look at flavors first. Um, so uh, that's not going to go away. Uh, it's really part of the, the culture at Cavalier. Um, and then the rest is going to be, you know, showcasing our classical core lines, the small batches related to these core lines. Um, and we will also, we launched something earlier this year, kind of a soft launch, which is the event exclusive uh, called The Blend is Undisclosed. It's a <laughs> six by 44, The Blend is Undisclosed. <laughs> and um, it's, it's a fun project. We wanted to give a good reason for people to, you know, um, show up and have something else at events uh, because if not, you can also just straight go to the shop the usual days and just buy your stuff. Um, so we're going to show it off to the public for the first time globally. It's only gone through the press and a couple of events here and there. So it's going to be a first uh, on this one. too. You know, it's funny, Sebastian, when I follow up on some of the press releases and stuff uh, and I don't see the blend, sometimes I'll ask, Hey, do you want to disclose the blend? But I was like, I don't. I didn't follow up with that one. I'm like, this, this was this was like pretty obvious. <laughs> I was like, this was like, uh... you know, we we tend to go. So it's it's a problem we all have in this industry, yeah. right? We all go so technical and a little yeah. geeky and everything. And I yeah. like it. We we all love what we yeah. do. We all love our tobacco. You guys love it. We love it. I mean, that's our life, right? But at the same time, sometimes getting going a little bit back to the basic and just enjoying the product for the product and the process. Uh, I think is necessary. I really think so. Yeah. Last year when we were at the show, there was a line that you showed, but it wasn't quite ready, but you had yeah. some packaging for it. It was the prospector. What's the stat? Has that been released yet? What's the status of that? <laughs> it should have. Um, <laughs> now, you know how the industry has been lately. Yeah. Uh, when it's not packaging, when it's not boxes, it's bins. When it's not yeah. bins, it's, right. it's paper. When it's not paper, it's tobacco. It's always yeah. something. Um, so it actually landed, uh, the last, so we had several deliveries and the other problem is, so it's a barber pole that we intended for it to be core line, but the demand, the pre-orders were, uh, actually pretty high, higher than we, what we thought. And, uh, we stepped into a problem. Um, that problem is so that, that cigar is named the prospector. Uh, the problem is, um, if you want regular uh, production usually happens this way, right? You have. Uh, pareja, a pair, one, uh, one bonchero, one rolero, they're going to roll regular sizes, let's say anywhere between 350 and 250 cigars a day. Um, because it's a barber pole, two wrappers, um, you guys have seen some barber poles we do. We like a very thin uh, layer, so it has to yep. be very precise and everything. So our pairs turned into teams of three. So we have one bonchero and two roleros to be able to produce. Yeah. Uh, and we are stuck with two, three people team, which uh, slowed the process a lot. So we got everything to the U.S. Uh, it's actually a press release going to go out, uh, I believe, on Monday if everything is on schedule. So this is shipping. It's going to ship. It's going to be shown at the trade show again, too. Um, it is going to be available, but the approach has changed a little bit. It's still a kind, it's a kind of mix between a core line product and a small batch where uh, we want it to be accessible. We don't want it to be an LE, but uh, we do need people to understand that we have uh, very high restraints on how much we can produce. So we're going to, you know, 
get the orders in and just ship once the cigars come in every time. So it's going to be more of a slower turnaround process to be able to ship the retailers. But it's a very interesting, very different cigar. That's great. That's great. That's great. Um, so that's good. And as far as the new brand goes, you're not disclosing the name yet, right? That's going to come at some point. Um, yeah, we're, we're actually uh, also going to send a press release about this. Uh, but um, the, the brand, do I, do I drop it, Brian? I mean, where's, sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, why not? Yeah. you know, I mean, no one's watching. We're, I mean, we're here, yeah, we're here, <laughs> I mean, guys, so just you know, private anyways. Uh, um, I mean, I consider Coop part of the family anyway, so yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, um, the new brand uh, is the Inner Circle. Interesting. It is. It is in relation to. Um, a little bit of the process that we've gone through lately, the fact of having the factory, the fact of having some stuff on, you know, in the personal life that changed, Brian that joined us too. And um, it's this aspect of the family that we created, the family that we're growing. And that's something we want to share uh, with people. I want people to actually come in that circle, basically sharing that experience and, and everything around it. So that is the name of the Coraline Inner Circle. Nice, nice. For Brian. Cool. Right Lotter. here on Coop's show. There you go. First time <laughs> ever. There you go. There you go. Exciting stuff here. No, uh, it, it's, it is a great name. You know, when you, Coop, when you come down to the factory, you'll see that we really have a family here, right? I mean, we're not a big factory. We're small enough. In fact, today, Sebastian was on the phone with me and I'm like, man, I got to go, man. We got lunch for everybody coming. And yeah, I we were in the sure. middle of a meeting. I want to say, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm like, dude, I got to go. I got to get lunch for everybody. So we, uh, uh, we fed everybody a Honduran classic. <laughs> <laughs> Arroz Chino. Arroz Chino. Chinese See, that's, rice. So, that's, that's um, what it is, right? Those kind yeah. of things. Yeah. That's, that's, I think what the message we want to pass who we are. As Brian said, we're a smaller factory. Uh, we're slightly under 100 people um, working there. Uh, it is a family. It is something we want to share. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just something that became very special to us. And it, 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 the, the, we're so lucky in this industry, right? Being able to be in that position that we have been able to do this, grown enough, people supported us. Uh, the press, like you guys, have been supporting us for, since, since day one. Uh, the consumers support us, and and you know that 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 that's that lucky position of growing, being being able to make those things happen, also incur some, uh, you know, and start some thoughts and and everything. And I think that that was a little bit part of that process. So it's it's the whole branding, the whole design goes around that concept. Um, everything is very much on brand. I said it took a very very long time to develop not only the cigars but the presentation, the, the meaning, and why we were doing this. Uh, so we were extremely excited to uh, to release this. That's great. I'm looking forward to it, guys. Uh, Aaron, anything else we want to hit with these guys? No, I'm looking forward to this uh, new brand and seeing these uh, new releases. Yeah, I'm really excited for you guys. Um, and I got to thank you guys again for the support you, you've given us. Um, it's it's very much appreciated. Yeah, it's really gr uh, great. So I'm, I'm excited about what we have coming down the road as well. So uh, I think there's some likewise. great thing. Yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you know, congrats on the factory and everything. I know you, uh, it's a great new chapter for you guys as well. 
Thank you, Coop. We, yeah, we it, appreciate it, it, you. We Coop. appreciate you. No, I appreciate yeah, Brian. You great getting to know you the last months as well. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Brian's, Brian's going to be in front quite a bit more. I'm pushing him. He tries to push <laughs> me too, but I just pull him with me. I'm like, yeah, don't go. Don't, you're, you're, don't go you're much taller. You're, you're much taller. Everybody will still see you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but the white beard, the white beard, kind of pops more than the black. Yeah, beard, so true. I have a chance there. But well, what Hold was on. Coop? I gotta tell you a story. Okay. So oh, shit. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I'm driving with our assistant factory manager in the car, and we drove by a group of little kids in the street and Dan Lee and the kid said, oh my God, they're Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, apparently there's a rumor circulating around Dan Lee that Santa Claus is in town for a little bit. So You, you know you're going to have to be down there now uh, yep. December 24th making deliveries. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what was funny is that when I met you at Caribbean, um, I took a picture of a cigar. Like, there's this chat that Bear and uh, Ben are on, and they, they constantly post pictures. So I just posted a picture while I was smoking, and you were in the background, and Bear goes, Brian's the heck. But it was, I don't know, you, you weren't like clear in the background, but he could tell. <laughs> See, Aaron, I still, I still get, I still have a chance there. I can yeah, you be do. Lucky. You do. And, you and, do. and if, if I have any problems, I can just say he's my father and he's the one that decides. That's something. true. That's true. You can die. That's my dad. That's my dad. I have ways out now. Yeah. That's my dad. Yeah. Uh, All right. Hey, well, we appreciate you guys. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. Yeah, for no, appreciate us. you very much. Thanks, Coop. That, thank you. We'll see you at the show. We'll see you at the show, guys. Uh, take care and we'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. See you right, soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is Brian and Sebastian from Cavalier Cigars. And, um, We'll bring in um, our next guest right now. He's been waiting a long time. Um, he is. I, we haven't talked to this guy in a while on the show, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of excited. Uh, he is the one and only um, Enrique Sejas of Matilde Cigars. So he is uh, coming in right now. And then Aaron, just so we had uh, folks, you know, Casa Cuev, I don't, I didn't even tell you, Casa Cuev's had to move to the 30th, just so you know. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, we had, yeah, that's why there's one last, but they'll be on on the 30th. So that's, yeah. it was a change there. What's up, Aaron? There he is. Look at that. Hey, Enrique. Up, Enrique, how is it going, my friend? How are you guys doing? It's doing well. Uh, it's it's been a long time. Good. Yeah. I, I know we saw each other. I've dozed off a couple of times. I've been waiting for so long, but, <laughs> 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 but it's been great, man. It's been great. How about you? How's everything doing? It's going, it's, you know, it's been going well. I think the last few months have been, uh, been a nice six or eight weeks I've had. So like, I can't complain the last six or eight weeks. Um, and like I said, getting gearing up for the show. Um, how's the family doing? Family's doing great. Uh, yeah. Gonzalo, my son is growing uh, very quickly, very active. Dad's good. Mom's good. Gabby's good. Yeah. Family's always yep. great, man. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Some of one of the greatest moments I had at the trade show was sitting with your dad at the circle bar, like one-on-one for a while. And it was, uh, he came up to me. It was kind of funny. We'd seen each other on the floor and he came up to me and just started talking to me. And I was just like, wow, this is like unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, That's just like, yeah, he always likes a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's great. Um, so no, Enrique, um, yeah, they said you, you're at the trade show this year. Are you back with Sutcliffe this year? Yes, we're uh, with Sutcliffe. We've been okay. with Sutcliffe uh, since last year. Actually, 
I think we were at Salt Lake uh, for TPE mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, two years ago. Then it was PCA. That's where I was there because I just joined Salt Lake when TPE was going on. So I wasn't able to go there. And uh, and I, then obviously I was at PCA and then TPE this year. But we've been, been with them for about a year and a half. Yeah, I, right? I, I, think it, I think it was a very interesting setup that was in there. And one thing I commented to a lot of people was there were retail, there, that was a pretty busy booth. And a lot of retailers who maybe are newer retailers and, and weren't familiar with a lot of these, they were going to buy pipe tobacco and they saw all these premium brands there. And it was, it was a big eye opener. So, um, so no, that's a good, good job there. No, it's pretty cool that with the, with the, the setup that there is, we, the, obviously, uh, they distribute pipe tobacco, sort of like, I believe, the largest of pipe tobacco distributors uh, in the States. But at the same time, we have all the premium brands. So as you were saying, there's uh, there's traction from uh, people that are going to buy pipe tobacco. But at the same time, there's traction for people that are going to go buy Matilde or going to buy Aventura or going to buy any other brands there. So there's always a crossbreed. If you think about it, it's kind of a having like an island. Where you got all the retailers going along, so maybe if you don't know a retailer, somebody will come in and introduce them to me, or vice versa. And if they're going to buy pipe, they're always uh, sell it. Guys that sell it are always awesome, and they you know, they, they stop by uh, to present uh, the different brands, not only my brand but every brand that they uh, they, they uh, help distribute. Yeah. So it's been a great uh, it's been a great uh, setup. No, that's great. That's great. Um, so you know. Um... What's going on this year for you at the trade show? So, uh, as you know, we've been dormant uh, when it comes to launching new stuff for a while. And then we started uh, going on with the limited exposure. That's what uh, we're making this cigar with Osto Ferra Isla. And the idea behind uh, this project was creating something that was limited in productions, but would come back. I would say we started with limited production, limited exposure number one. Then we launched them in exposure number two. So this year, what we're doing, or this PCA, what we're doing is that we're going to be coming back with a limited exposure number one, but this time in two sizes. So we're going to launch the Toro size, which is the one that original uh, release. And we're also going to have a Lonsdale size, a 42 by six. Okay. So the idea behind it is that, let's say this year we have those two cigars. So in six months in the next trade show, we're going to come out with the limited exposure number two in the Toro size and another size. And the idea is that the brand or the limited exposure series will be growing little uh, by little. We call it limited exposure because it is a uh, limited release by itself. So what we do is we have the same blend uh, produced in the batch production and they're produced in a small quantity so they are sold out as soon as possible but at the same time the retail has enough to sell but the idea is it'll sell out very quickly so we'll just keep on a rotating uh a rotating place of coming new products and uh you know coming the new products from number one number two and number three so we're working on three blends we're coming out with a number two, number one, number three will be uh, out uh, in a couple of months and they're going to be coming out every six months. So in essence, you will see one of those blends every 18 months. Does that make sense? Yeah. So kind of uh, you'll, you'll rotate through those limited productions, but then they, they'll come back in different sizes and, and, and expressions like that. 
exactly. So basically, the, the, the series will be expanding as needed as the market asks for it. So let's say, for example, if we made 500 boxes of a limit exposure number one and it had a great uh, feedback, so next production will be increased by 20, 25, 30, 40%, right? So how it works is that the, the, our retail partners that, that, that have the limit exposure, that bought into the limit exposure first, have their first choice of buying the whole production. So let's say if you bought 10 boxes of limited exposure and we increased our production by 30%, you are entitled to take 13 boxes. So right. in essence, if everybody takes what they're allocated, the limited exposure shares will be sold out within the retails that are there. But as you know, different stores, stores are different, market is different. So some people do very well with, did very well with number one, other people did very well with number two. So what happens is that with whatever's left over, we keep on opening new accounts. So it's like a trickle down effect. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps on rotating. So it's kind of more of what of a organic growth within the same series. And uh, I it was a great idea to do it with Ostos. We've known each other for a long time. I've worked with him before. And with him having a uh, this smaller, leaner factory, it, it's a lot easier to play with different blends and to make smaller productions, batch productions, and keep it moving. It's kind of a more entrepreneurial kind of way of uh, blending and manufacturing. Got it. Yeah. And, and obviously you still have your four core lines. Of yes, retail. of course. And, and so they're, they're, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Also, you were going to ask if you made a tabacalera palma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does it. Yeah. So basically how, 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 how we're doing things is that our core lines are, are made in tabacalera palma. They're always going to be made in tabacalera palma. I'm working with also like in different various projects and the limited exposure projects. And I'm also working on uh, on different various uh, smaller projects. Uh, we're working on an event only cigar with Ostos. Uh, we've done a couple of exclusive from uh, from some retail partners that will be coming out uh, this year. But at the same time, we're also uh, developing stuff at uh, at Tabacalera Palma. It's not that we're not developing things in Tabacalera Palma. It just takes a longer time because we're doing that core production. Uh, this year, we're planning in releasing uh, two new cores, or one limited release and a core. So with the limited exposure, it's going to be rotational. Right. With uh, the limited release that we are doing in uh, Tabacalera Palma, it's going to be a one-year thing for three years. So this price is going to be a three-year project, and mm-hmm. it's going to come out at a certain time, and that certain production is going to be it. So right. that's actually going to be fully limited, and you'll only be able to get it uh, at that time. Uh, that project is going to be a very—it is a very dear project uh, to me, and I've been working on it for a long time. Still not there, but uh, working uh, very diligently to be able to uh, bring it out uh, this year. At the same time, we're working on some uh, extensions of our core lines. We uh, are working on an extension for the Serena. And so on, we're going to keep on working with different sections for our different four lines. But there's something that's going to be coming out a little bit later on uh, in the year. For PCA, what we're going to be having is our four lines and the limited exposure series. There was a cigar, Enrique, that you gave me, and it was at a great smoke a few years ago. And it was that Matilde Oscuro in a box press. Yep. Is anything going to ever happen? Because I enjoyed that one a lot. 
Actually, it, it, it might be a, an extension. We did have a small production made, mm-hmm. and uh, they were sold in the Dominican Republic. Oh, it was a very good. small production. We made about 2,500 of them, and uh, we aged them for about two years, and they were sold in the Dominican Republic. But that's uh, one of the things that we are looking at having a, a box press on the Oscura. That was um, good. Oh, it's a great cigar. Uh, I loved it. It's uh, it's an amazing cigar, and with the age, it, it came out even better. Another things that we've done is uh, we did a uh, Sereno Lancero uh, with uh, Smokers RD, which is a group of uh, cigar smokers here, which also sold for, uh, in the, here in the Dominican Republic. I do a lot of things in very small quantities that we do here for the DR, because at the end of the game, obviously, the U.S. is our largest market. But I like to, to offer things in the Dominican Republic that we may not offer other places because it is our country. We and I, we talk about this all the time. I mean, yeah, we're really, we're really Dominican. Uh, we may use Dominican tobacco to manufacture our cigars in the Dominican Republic. So I like doing that kind of stuff. They usually are very small productions and, uh, and they sell out right away here at the stores uh, at the DR. And it helps as a, a testing ground, you know. Because if you do that and had great feedback, then we go okay. We can do a bigger production and take it out in the take it out in the U.S. market, the export market. Because uh, at the end of the game, Dominican smokers are very developed. People that smoke, we're not a lot, hugely, we're not a huge smoking country because of the prices of cigars. And as you know, it's a country, we're producing country. But the people that smoke have very discerning palates. And they're very uh, they're very similar to uh, U.S. smoking palate. So if something is uh, popular here or does well here, it's a good indicator that it will do well in the U.S. market. That's good. If you happen to have any of those uh, Serena Lanceros and can sneak them to Vegas, I might yeah. uh, pass a few dollars your way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll uh, I'll see if I have any left, and I'll bring him over. Oh, you, you don't have to you don't have to sneak any dollars. <laughs> My trick. <laughs> you know, the great smoke with with uh, with and Sedo, it, it 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 comes from a, a long time. I was uh, I've done I, I've done two uh, let's say productions or very limited productions with the Serena, and the first one was a Churchill that I did for uh, New England, for my New England market. I remember those. Production. Yeah, I've had that. Yes, I remember those. So connection up in the, the gas. Exactly. So, so, so where the New England Lancero comes in is that when we're talking about the Churchills, I'm there with uh, Brett Bauer socks and, uh, and a store manager, and he smokes Connecticut all the times, but I never saw him smoking Serena's. And I had a couple of drinks down. I mean, I, it was late and we were already done. And he's like, and I was like, why the fuck don't you smoke my cigars? Don't you like my cigars? And I'm like, I really yeah. like them, but I like smoking Lanceros. I was like, F you, I'm going to make you some Torino Lanceros. There you go. And uh, I kept my promise. And it was, we made about, I made about a hundred cigars. I sent them a few and then I smoked them. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. This is some good stuff. <laughs> And that's when it kept on evolving. So it's yeah. something that, that might come out uh, soon. But now, I mean, we've been dormant for a while, and now we're just uh, playing around and working on our core lines, focusing, obviously, always on the core lines. But as Sebastian said, and it's a very cool way that he said it, you have, you have to play with different things. 
to keep yeah. uh to keep happy you know rem- you know remind yourself that you know we're here to, to work with tobacco and to enjoy tobacco then you keep evolving you keep learning right to this day, I still say that Serena is probably one of the best Connecticut shades. Oh, absolutely, ever, absolutely. Ever yeah, I am a little biased, but I yeah. would say so. I, I That's coming from Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> this is coming from Aaron, by the way. Who he's very, very tough, and he loves Connecticut. So yeah, that's yeah. a big. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Really, yeah, I really appreciate it. It was. It's a great blend. It's just got so much flavor. But at the same time, it's not super strong. Just you know, mild to medium, more into yep. the medium side. But it's great for any time of the day because it's got it's mild enough for the morning, but it's got enough flavor to smoke at any time. I think it's one of the cigars I smoke the most because I usually smoke my first cigar as a morning cigar. And it's usually either something that we're trying or or the Serena, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. But it's definitely a great cigar. It is. And you mentioned Lancera. I, I always told a story when my daughter got married. We all went to this hotel for like a week where they were just getting everything ready for the wedding. And I was just like, they kicked me out, right? They don't, because I have no use like a wedding plan. So I went out on the patio and I had about 10 of these, uh, the Renacero Lanceros, and I went through 10 oh, of them. It was like, and I'm not a Lancero guy. I'm going to be honest, I'm not a Lancero guy. And I'm like, that was like, had I known we'd not see them again, <laughs> um, I probably would have bought, because those, those came in like 30 count boxes, I remember, right? 40 count box. 40 count. Yeah, I remember it was so, a big box. And I, yeah. The, uh, where that comes from is that that year was my dad's 40th year in the cigar industry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 2014. So we had a 40 ring gauge, 40 box count. Uh, and we made uh, 20, I think it was 25,000 cigars, 624 boxes. And uh, I think I still have about 20 left, but that's about it. I mean, I don't have any more either. Yeah. And uh, and I smoke them once in a while. What's that and the and the Seiya signatures? I those are two cigars that I smoke, uh, you know, very seldomly. What I have, I keep, and because uh, you, you can't get them anymore. Oh, those, those Seiya signatures. I just yet. I was starting out when that cigar came out, and oh, it's a legendary cigar. cigar. Yeah, I mean, I remember because I was buying them when I first really started out doing this. Well, that, that cigar started with uh started in a 52 by six. I think uh, I I've been I, I've been working a little bit and 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 listening. Yeah. Because I figured uh, as a uh, as a young dad, you don't sleep that much still. <laughs> so I figured I'm either gonna log on or I'm gonna pass out. Right. Yeah. So I logged on. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good choice. And, good choice. Uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know who said it that the fifty-two by six is what everybody uh, is uh, smoking now, or you know the Toros. Oh yeah, Hector is what people are smoking. And I remember that first uh, Seiya signature was a Toro because that's what my dad liked to smoke. Yep. I think I remember him saying that, or you saying that to me, but I do remember that. Yeah. Originally came up. Only want that size, and then after that, if they, the little uh, perfectos, the pequeño perfectos, like the love stories, and those cigars, I went through like you know, like crackers, amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, Aaron, anything else we want to hit with Enrique? Uh, one more quick question on the limited exposures. Uh, you mentioned that um, the follow up um, change in vitolas or an additional vitolas. 
Um, do you have like kind of a set number of how many that, or you're just gonna let the, kind of the market dictate, um, you know, what what so, may return in regards to that? So basically, uh, we start out with a small quantity. So uh, we are making about from the portals, we're making about 500 boxes, yeah. and then we're doing about uh, 250 of the long sales. Okay. So that basically is what tests the market on the long sales. And then after that, we'll see what happens and we'll just keep on increasing okay. as uh, production goes. Actually, here's and, the of it. Okay. And then you might do another Vitola, like a third Vitola later if you if you feel like the market's ready for it? Yes. So basically, okay. it's an evolving project. Yeah. It's not something that's set. It's an evolving project. So right now, we have the limit exposure number one Toro, right? Okay. We came out with the limit exposure number two Toro. And now the limit exposure number one is going to be coming back with the tour on the Lonsdale. Yep. So next uh, next trade show is going to be number two with a new size. But it's not going to di- be necessarily be dictated to the Lonsdale as the second Vitola. It may be something different. Exactly. What you it, 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 may, it may be something else. Exactly. Okay. It might okay. be, but it may be something else. And you sure. just keep on evolving as, uh, as okay. it goes. Then after that comes the number three. And that's okay. where we cap it at, uh, at the production. And that so would like be starting the, a Toro as well. Yes, it, okay. it will always start in the Toro. Okay. That's uh, I think I think nowadays that's your standard. Sure. Before it was a Robusta, now your standard is a Toro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I will say is there's a lot this year more Lonsdales than I'm seeing in previous years. It seems like more people are gravitating to releasing Lonsdales this year than than. I'm not saying there's a ton of them, but there's more than I've seen in the past this year. Mm-hmm. Just seems like it's a size people, and it's a good size. I think it's a really, it's good, really size. good size. Yeah, I much prefer it over the Lancero. So, uh, size. So it's a good size. I look forward to it. Yeah. I think it's an underrated size. There should be more. It's not as scary yes. as a set for yeah. a lot of people. Uh, yeah, people. You, you see, long sales. You compare more to a Corona to like a larger Corona. Let's say you know yep. a little bit thinner, a little bit longer, and the uh, the Lancero thing that that I. I noticed that people that love Lanceros adore them because they know how to smoke and they smoke them slowly and they just enjoy them. There's just so much flavor in there. But those that don't really, uh, you know, you smoke them too quickly, they, they just don't enjoy them. So yeah. there's not, not that many Lanceros smoking. If you're a very large uh, uh, company, you can have them as a regular production, right? But I think the Lanceros a little bit, it, it's like that middle between your Corona and, uh, and your Lancero. It's a little bit less intimidating. It's a little bit more smoking time. It's a thinner cigar, longer cigar, but not as intimidating as an Ancero. That's my take on it. And uh, and I've talked to a couple of people, and they, and they, they, they that's you know they, they think very similar to me. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's it. I just like I like it a little thicker and a little shorter. That's why I like the Lonsdale. I tend to grab. I just think it's a good size. I would agree. I would yeah. agree. I've been smoking a lot of those. A lot. Actually, I tried that. I, I've been trying all. Uh, I'll be, I've been trying long sales and all, all the four blends. Still smoking them. Mm-hmm. See how each of them smoke. Yeah. So, so we're playing. We're playing along. We're playing along. We're uh, we're working on new stuff. One of the things that uh, I will tell you is that uh, we're not <laughs> announcing anything until we have packaging and everything done. Because uh, <laughs> good idea. <laughs> good idea. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, it was a, in a long time, it was limited exposure, right? And and the cigars were ready, but the boxes weren't. And there's mm-hmm. always an issue. So this year I say, you know what? F it. I'm going to have everything ready. Once the 
box of cigar, everything's ready on my hand, then we'll announce it. Yeah. And then that way you can announce it. You can have, you know, you, you need that. You need to write that wave. You know, you have the press and you have the retailers excited. Yep. I mean, you talk, you talk about a cigar and then, you know, you, you ship it out six months later. It's like, well, what was this again? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of vibe died, dies down a little bit when people were expecting it like a month or two after, you know, the announcement and then yeah. six months later. So and, I think it's, uh, it's, it, go ahead. I was just saying, and when you have a photo of the cigar and the packaging, it, it's more powerful. People are more impacted to kind of gravitate to it's tangible to them. At least when they yeah. read my website, I can tell you there's a pattern with that. When you have the product photos, it's a big difference. And you can show yeah, that. Course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we all know it. I mean, when you're smoking a cigar, there's there's your objective and there's your subjective side. And the subjective yep. side has a lot to do yep. with the branding, with the packaging, like anything that that, that, that you're ingesting or, or you're, you're, you know, you're smoking or drinking for flavor. I mean, depending how it looks, you'll be more enticing. And, and packaging has a lot to do with it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure you're really going to enjoy uh, the project that we have coming on. That's uh, great. You're really well, going to like it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. A lot. But by the way, Enrique, next time you come to Charlotte, now I have a, uh, we can smoke down at my place even. Because I have, a, I have ah, it now much more set up to smoke. Yeah. I know last time we were here, we were looking for a place to smoke. It was kind of tough. Yeah. So, uh, but the, yeah, the, now now it's a lot easier. I can just tell you. So I have it much good. more set up here. Yeah. So uh, we'll yeah, take, you're welcome I'll, here I'll anytime. Yeah. You're welcome here anytime. That, yeah. All right. Enrique, thank you so much uh, for being on tonight. We do appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll see you soon, guys. You All soon. right. Absolutely. Take care. Right. Ciao. Good night. Have a good night. Take care. That's Enrique Sejas. Andy, we're going to bring you on in a second here. Um, I'm just going to just go through um, just a couple of the other sponsors uh, to give them their um, their due. Uh, I want to mention, of course, J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Um, want to thank them. Uh, also want to mention Casa Cueva Cigars. Uh, they will be on the next week's show. Uh, so we're scheduled to be here tonight. So Andy's going to get more. Andy can. Andy's going to be the last one up tonight, which is which is good. And of course, uh, our deliberation segments are always sponsored by uh, Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. And Steve Saka is going to be holding court at midnight next week. So I had to take the next day off from work just because it was. I know I'm going to be up late with that one. So, so, uh, so stay tuned on that. So let's bring in uh, Andy Yaffe here. Let me promote him up there. Of McAuliffe Cigars, he's the national sales manager. A uh, good friend of of, of uh, the show, and uh, glad to have him on tonight. It's always great talking to Andy. There he is. There it is. There I am. So the I'm your last guy you. tonight. You said you yeah. you don't have a time limit, <laughs> so I'll just you know. Oh, okay, let's <laughs> because let's uh, just, you're let's the just next all night. Yeah. <laughs> so no, there's uh no, it's good. It's uh yeah, the, the, the folks Casa Cuevas was on after you. They had to move to the thirtieth, so. Uh, it oh, worked. Okay. Yeah. So it worked out. Uh, so great, great to have you, Andy. Uh, um, I haven't seen you for a while, probably in person. The last time I, well, we saw each other at, uh, the, uh, great smoke. That's what we said. Yes, we did. Uh, uh, yes, Florida, we, that, February. The, the great smoke was a total blur to me because that's, <laughs> I was doing a lot of stuff uh, outside the show that day. So, um, but yeah, it was, uh, we did see each other. McAuliffe was at the great smoke. I forgot about that, but like I said, I was doing a lot of, stuff outside of cigars that day unfortunately it was a rough day so um my head wasn't yeah. all together yeah so great great to have you andy thanks yeah thanks for having me that was a crazy day uh that was our first time 
being at the Great Smoke with McAuliffe. And what an event. Oh, my gosh. Like, Abe puts on a show for his uh, for all the consumers that show up to that. I I kind of want to buy a ticket next year and tell Dan <laughs> I'm sick or something. And, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could hide in the crowd and he wouldn't even see me. There was right. that many people there. So I want to enjoy the show next year. I was so busy handing out cigars and, like, meeting all the uh, – customers that were in the uh in the uh arena and in the event and i didn't get a chance to even like look at the he had like fire dancers and all sorts of stuff going on i didn't even get a chance to see any of that uh in person because we were so busy yeah i mean you brought the whole the whole mccallif like uh brain trust was out there al dan amanda and you you i mean you you had a you, you brought you guys were out there in full force with that um for sure. Yeah. I mean, that was the first time I had ever met Dan in person. Uh, I had never met Dan until the Great Smoke. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That you had never met. You know, I didn't even know that until that day that you had never met Dan. I don't think you had met Amanda either until that day. No, I hadn't met. I had met Al. I have met Al like a couple of trade shows, and uh, but I had not met. Um, I had not met uh, Amanda or Dan. So that was the first time. So it was great to kind of meet them in person. Yeah, it was it was a wonderful day. Yeah, because we had Dan, Amanda, myself, Al was there. Uh, our Florida uh, territory manager, Tom, was there. So it was all hands on deck. But, man, we had a blast that day. I just wish I got to see a little bit more of the show that Abe puts on. That's why between you and I, I don't know if Dan, I think Dan might be watching. But between you and I, uh, I'm going to call in sick next year. Um, and I'll um, just, I'll hide, I'll, I'll hide in the crowd. I'm pretty positive he won't see me. Uh, with as many people that go, but, but but Andy, national sales manager, you delegate, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. You, you okay, so delegate. I'll fly, yeah. in, I'll fly in one of my territory guys, and they yeah. can do it for right. me. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Delegate is my favorite word, by the way. <laughs> you, you know, in all, in all seriousness, like, and I talk about this. It is pretty cool when I start seeing manufacturers meet other manufacturers or other industry people meet other industry people for the first time. Uh, and there's a lot of that does go on at the Great Smoke. Um, I wasn't staying up in Palm Beach. I was actually down in Miami because mm-hmm. I had just come in from Pro Cigar. Like, so there was no way I could get up. Like, I, I didn't feel like driving to Palm Beach after like the flight I had out of the DR. So I just I stayed in Miami and drove up. Yeah. So I didn't get to see. Like, I know you guys were hanging out uh, in Palm Beach um, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I mean, next year the Great Smoke's not supposed to compete with. Um, Pro cigar, Pro cigar, but it's, it's going to compete with TPE instead. So it's, I don't know how that's. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Pro cigar is going to compete with TPE. I, I yeah, think, I was about to say Abe yeah. pushed it back. Abe actually pushed it back. Like, either one. I think a lot of us like kept saying Abe every year. Those two would schedule the event at the same time. Yeah, um, well, we're not we're not involved with Pro Cigar, but it really impressed me to see some of the guys like yourself. I think the other one was Michael Herklotz that literally left the day before pro cigar and was there at great smoke and put on a show. I mean, her hosted the whole virtual thing with Abe. Yeah. And I remember seeing pictures of him 24 hours earlier in a white outfit partying and at pro cigar. So kudos to him. I mean, I don't know where he finds the energy to be completely honest. 12 uh, hours. Yeah. 12 hours for it's, him. It was insane because <laughs> he had to do the auction Friday night. So he had a he had a little better flight over than I did. Somehow they got him over a private jet. uh, They got him over on. (laughs) Yeah, they got him over on a private jet. I know that. I don't know whose private jet it was. I didn't ask. I kind of asked Michael. I said, hey, how are you getting back? He's like, 
Cooper. I, he goes, I would do it if I could. <laughs> I said, no, I was just wondering if you were going to be on my flight coming back was all. So you, th- you think his pilot for the private jet is the same uh, guy as his photographer? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he always has like these pictures of him. And I'm like, how do you do it? Like, do you just have somebody following you around all the time? It's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. He's a great dude. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then just we'll get into some of the PCS stuff in a second. But, the, you know, I, um, you weren't in town when Al came through Charlotte uh, about a month ago, right? You were, no, yeah, I was not with him. Uh, that's right. You weren't at We had Austin there that night. I had met Austin for the first time. We used to work with Bear. So I had mm-hmm. that was the first time I met him as well, because um, it, it's just uh, I haven't been getting around in Charlotte as much with, with COVID. It was it's very tough. So um, I'm glad I got to meet him finally because cigar shop's only five minutes from my house. So yeah, Austin Austin's doing a fantastic job for us. I've actually known him for going on eight years now because he came from Michael's Tobacco, which is where Bear came from in Euless, Texas. And he was actually more specific to the Keller location. And I actually met him on my first day in the industry. Uh, I started with the Florida Minicana previously to McAuliffe and walked into Keller the first day and met him. And I always admired uh, his drive to help his customers. And when the opportunity came to give him a an opportunity to come to the sales side, which is something he's always wanted to do. He's always wanted to be a sales rep. Yep. I, I, I offered it to him. He said, let's go. And I told him, I'm like, take the great customer service that you're giving your guys that make them fall in love with you and buy from you and bring it with you to this side of uh, the business and give that to your retailers and you'll develop great relationships and uh, everything will like kind of fall into place from there. Uh, and he's done, he has done a fantastic job. Uh, for us in the Carolinas, I couldn't. You know what a tough market. The Carolinas is a tough market. You know that Absolutely. firsthand. It's a very hard market um, for a lot of reasons. Um, so I know you guys made some good head ground in Charlotte. Um, I know you guys were over at Vintage, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly you're over at Cigar Shop now. And uh, you know, yep. I know, I know, it went re- McAuliffe went over really well that night. Um, the crowd kind of trickled in the whole afternoon into the evening, uh, but they there were people buying that night and uh, which was great to see that, you know, and it, I know a lot of them for the first yeah, time. You're, really you're, talking at, you're talking at the cigar shop, correct? Yeah. The cigar shop. Yeah. I believe it was a day that they normally don't do events either. I, I believe it Tuesday. Austin. It, it, it was a Tuesday because I got back the night before I was up in New York and I was like, you know, and I got back late from New York that night and I was like, I was glad it wasn't a late night event because I was like, I was going to be going to sleep for me going to sleep early the next night. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I believe Austin had, uh, we had planned a couple events. I mean, one of the main reasons we wanted uh, to get Al out there is we had kind of uh, told B and B in Asheville. Uh, he's been asking for an Al event for a while. They've been supporters of McAuliffe basically since the beginning. Uh, so we said we'd get Al out there and I was like, you know, I'll be out there for a few days. Can you set up some other events? And, of course, Austin reached out to a cigar shop to set that up. And then I think the other one was uh, 105 that week. So Al and Austin were busy that week. But yeah. uh, I heard all three events were extremely successful uh, and great for us. Because before Austin, we didn't have, and you know this, Scoop, yeah. we didn't have much representation in that area. Uh, I don't think we had really anybody really selling the cigars in, Char- in the Charlotte metropolitan area. And Charlotte's a great cigar market. Uh, so... We're, we've really broke into the Carolinas because he was 
he's basically our first full-time representative of the brand in that territory. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's done very well for us. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it definitely has. And I know Al, when he was up at B&B, that's uh, Ben Lee was on our team. That's his home shop. So, oh, ben, okay. so Ben had a lot of good things to say as well about that um, when he was up there. So great. Yeah. yeah. They're good people over there at, at Nashville. Charlie Davis uh, is the uh, manager of the store and he does a fantastic job. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, this B&B is, is, is like a Ben shop is all I could just tell you. Okay. Yeah. It's like ben, if you just Ben, he likes those small shops and yeah. it kind of, it has sort of a old country house. vibe, old house. It's, it's in the city, but it has a country vibe to it. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Ben, Ben's not the guy who's going to go into the, uh, you know, high end lounge. It's not, that's not yeah. his deal. So Davidoff, Tampa, he's not going right. to Davidoff, Tampa. He might go to Davidoff, Tampa, but, there's the, <laughs> but, but, um, but I can tell you he, for home shop, that's like perfect for him. And I, I met him up there back in April, um, as well. So, uh, that was good. Uh, so Andy, the big, I guess the big story before we kind of get into some specifics is, you guys are back at the PCA this year. Uh, you haven't been back in three years, so this is a, a big step for you guys to make the return. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, Coop. Uh, you know, obviously, two years ago, we didn't have the trade show because of COVID. Uh, and last year, you know, last year we went into the year and we really needed to put a lot of focus in expanding our factory, uh, hire, you know, bringing on more rollers so that way we can create enough cigars to meet the demand uh, that we were going to have as a brand. Um, one big thing, you know, Al is very big on, I don't want to have too many back orders. I want to have product for my consumers. And so we put a lot of time and attention and money finances into expanding the factory in 2021. Uh, Alan Davis, the president of the factory did, uh, he, he, uh, he did a fantastic job doing that. And, you know, to the fact that we rolled a million cigars last year, uh, which is great for our brand being in its you know fifth year of existence. And last year was also the first year that we actually put together a full on sales team and, uh, you know, boots on the ground. We had a few territories filled before, but uh, as of, you know, last year, we had six sales guys, seven, including myself, because I still manage the territory uh, on the on the ground. So. There was a lot going on for us last year. And with COVID and everything that was going on, we didn't feel confident enough or comfortable enough in attending the PCA. Um, you know, we probably could have pulled off, you know, a decent show or whatever, but we just, we didn't, we just didn't, we wanted to give our customers the best that we could give them. And we just weren't ready yet. Um, and, you know, with COVID going in a little bit longer into last year, uh, we made the decision not to go. Right. Uh, and we took that money and we invested it into the factory. We invested it into the sales team and that kind of thing. But, you know, coming into this year, you know, we looked at each other and we had six, seven sales reps on the ground. We have a full factory that can produce product. Uh, you know, PCA, COVID's kind of getting behind us. PCA is doing more in the field to fight for cigar regulations. We've developed more of a relationship with the PCA guys. Uh, we made the decision early in the year. We need to go. Um so we, you know, me, Dan and Amanda got together and Alan developed a plan for us to be at the show this year um, just to just to say, you know, just to support the industry and say that McAuliffe is back. And we're ready to we're ready to partner with our retailers and grow. So I'm I'm super excited about it. Uh, you know, the wholesale team is going to be there. Uh, it's just it's just going to be fantastic for us to get in front of, you know, the retailers uh, Cause I feel like a little bit, like, even though we might not have been ready for it, I feel like we missed out a little bit on an opportunity last year to take that next step as a brand. 
uh, this year we're going to be ready for it. That's uh, good. So I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah, and this is your first PCA with McAuliffe. Actually, right? Coop, it's my second. Oh, you so were at the two, you were at the nineteen. I was at the nineteen show. I was not the national sales director. I was the southeast uh, oh, right. territory yeah. manager right. at that time. So my second with McAuliffe. I did uh, five shows with La Florida Minicana. So this will be my seventh show in total. Wow. That, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's great. Yeah, so it's good. You're, you're probably happy to be back as well. And, uh, Absolutely. I, I, think it's good to, I, I think it's great to have McAuliffe there, um, especially because you guys have worked so hard on engagement um, at man, many different levels, uh, the retail and the consumer. I think it's good that you guys are going to get in front of your retailers. Uh, you know, I, invite, I invited, by the way, invited, you guys are welcome to the media compound. And Dan was really nice. He's like, I want to come, but he says, what? I heard about this today, actually. Go ahead. (laughs) So I invited invited, Dan said, I'd love to go, but he he feels he is, you know, he wants to meet with a lot of his retail. I totally understand. But you guys are welcome to come out there just so you know that. Um, you know, I, you can, you I, can might, I might make a surprise appearance. You, you, you have an, you have an invite for don't, sure. Don't, don't bring Brandon Luna with you though. Yeah. Don't bring Brandon. No. Oh. Wow. I'm kidding. We love Brandon. Wow. I'm kidding. I met Aaron because of Brandon. So I know Brandon from so far back. Yeah. That we love a, Brandon. He's, yeah. he's a good friend. He's a good yeah. friend. Yeah. That's Brandon, how I met Aaron. I've, I've known Brandon Luna if, for my entire career in the cigar industry uh, because I did La Florida Minicana in the Dallas Fort Worth market. And we used to, when he was with Nat Sherman, he shared uh, Phoenix territory with me. And there wasn't a, there was a few reps that would go to Phoenix from the Dallas Fort Worth market. Um, and me and Luna were two of those. And we would start planning our trips together. Like we'd just be like, Hey, yeah. you going to Phoenix this week? <laughs> I'll go to Phoenix this week. We became, we became good buddies. And when, uh, when we had the opportunity to hire him at McAuliffe, uh, we didn't look back and he has done nothing but amazing for us uh, in his, in his territory, really built up the Texas market all the way up to Kansas city. Uh, and then over to Phoenix, he still, he still handles, he still, he handles Arizona for us now. And he is just, I mean, he is just a warrior. He is great. We love yeah. him. No, he's great. Uh, so you had a big territory with Nat Sherman. I'm thinking you, you, you were our Charlotte rep too, I believe at one point. So with yeah. Nat Sherman, with Nat Sherman, I did Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah. You had, so I, I was out that. there. Yeah. Now, I only did six months with Nat Sherman, so it wasn't a long period of time, but it was right. a big territory. Yeah, I mean, that, I met you at Cigar Shop. when They were called Union Cigar, and they were in the two-by-four trailer. That's yeah, the same the, shop. I remember that. I remember yeah, that. I remember that's where I met you for the first time. <laughs> uh, and uh, no, so, I mean, I knew Bear knew you. and uh, Absolutely. Uh, well, I knew Bear from Texas. Yeah. I, I, told, I told Nate and Todd at Cigar Shop, I'm like, you guys should have purchased that that two by two or whatever and just put it behind your store now because it was so iconic it's like you walk into this like trailer that's a cool cigar shop uh, they should have kept that thing but I, i'm gonna be honest i like the, i like the lounge better in the two by four than they have now but they have a yeah. much better humidor i mean they really oh, absolutely they designed that humidor really well well they could have just put it behind the store and did events in it or something well when, when they have a big event it rolls out into that back parking lot i mean that's what happens all yeah. the time and there's people out there with folding chairs and stuff. That's typically when they have a, a big overflow event, like on a Friday night. Yeah, they exactly. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, that was that was fun. I mean, it was great. You know, I, it was a short period of time with Natch Sherman, but it really enabled me to learn another market uh, that then filtered into my McAuliffe time because the first year I was with McAuliffe, I kind of took on that same market um, with them and I had kind of already had a little bit of experience with it. So before I was elevated to national sales director, I had the experience with the Texas market and then I had enough knowledge of the Southeast market too. And that uh, really helped, really helped us as yeah. a brand. Yeah. And, and you know, they're two very different markets. So, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's so, it's so funny to me seeing all the different markets and how completely different each one is. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Yep. Yep. All right. So Dan, I mean, you introduced me I'm to Andy. Dan too. By the way, you introduced me to Dan. <laughs> I don't want to mention that. You introduced I me did. to Dan. Yeah. I remember it, that the TPE right before COVID. Mm-hmm. No, no. I met you and then you hooked me up. Dan wasn't there and you hooked me up with Dan. You hooked me yeah. up with Dan. Yeah. They, they reached, uh, Dan and Amanda wanted to uh, to get your information and I hooked you yep. guys up. I think I went through Bear for that one. But, yes, you did with uh, Bear. I remember, out. yeah, I remember then I, I connected with um, with Amanda and then with Dan. So uh, I've gotten to know them as well. And, uh, you know, you guys are all great. Yeah, we love the partnership with you, Coop. I uh, appreciate it as well. It's, it's, it's very, very uh we appreciate it as well. So, Andy, what's uh, what's McAuliffe going to be bringing to the trade show this year? All right. So, I'm very happy. I'm very excited about this. So, just to give you a little backstory, um, you know, a couple of years ago, we came out with the Tubinama Duro, which turned into the McAuliffe A, which I have one right here. Yeah, uh, the McAuliffe A has basically been our most popular cigar. Uh, a is short for Ambassadors. Uh named after or by our ambassadors group, actually. Um, it's been our most most popular cigar for the last few years. We only really release it a couple times a year. Um, fantastic smoke. However, last year we had the idea of coming out with a rep exclusive smoke to give the reps when they're out in the field something special to hand out to the consumers at events or hand out to retailers or, you know, just something special that you couldn't buy, like a consumer couldn't buy it. And that cigar last year was the, what has been named as the lowercase A. You know, I called it the baby A when it first came out. It's a petite Corona A. It's a four by 46 A blend, 45 minute, great smoke. Uh, And the, you know, the ambassadors, retailers, consumers went crazy for it. Uh, trying to seek it out, going to events just so they could get as many of these as possible. Um, so we developed, we, we, we saw the demand and we said, okay, hey, let's make it for sale. So we put together a plan to have this released at the PCA this year. Uh, and we are super excited about it. It's going to be in a 50 count box, great price point. The ambassadors I know have been waiting for this. This is, you know, this is the first time we're announcing this, actually. It's on your show. You're getting first tips. Oh, wow. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the lowercase A is going to be available at PCA for sale. 50 count boxes. We are super excited about this. Um, it is. It's funny because the ambassadors, this is a sample of the original lowercase A. It has a, I don't know if you can see it. It has a large A right. on the band. The funny thing is with the ones that will have, selling at the show we have actually changed that to a small letter a uh nice. and the box is actually going to say lowercase a on it nice. uh, so we're going to play off of what the ambassadors have called it 
Uh, you will start seeing that ship immediately at the show. They're ready to go. They're in Weatherford, Texas right now. So it'll be something that our retailers can purchase at the show and get it immediately as a new release. I know a lot of new releases, you know, you got to wait a couple months to. I'm, I'm still seeing PCA exclusives come out from last year yes. uh, that are shipping now. No, we want it to be available now. So when you guys order it at the show, uh, you will be able to receive it. And our ambassadors will be able to smoke it as many as they want without having to seek out one of the reps, uh, you know, in the middle of July. So yeah. I'm excited about that. We're also going to have something else that I can't tell you yet. It's top secret. Uh, we're going to have something on display at the show uh, that will be available to our ambassadors and our retailers in the September timeframe uh, that we will be showcasing at the show, but I'm not at liberty to tell you exactly what it is yet. I don't know, Coop, if you've had conversations with Dan on what it could be, uh, but I'm super excited about it. Uh, we will be showing that off at the show, and then that's going to be a release around uh, something we established last year that was very popular which was the McAuliffe Open House in September. Uh, it's kind of a party that we throw for uh, anybody that wants to come, ambassadors, retailers, uh, you know, just let me know if you want to come, I'll get you there. Uh, I think, you, Coop, did you commit to it this year? Are you coming to our I'm open try, house? I'm trying to get there this year. Uh, okay. I know it's in September, uh, which is, which is yeah. a difficult month for me, but but uh, I, I committed to go to Texas for a few other reasons. So that's what I'm hoping. Last year, I was gotcha. supposed to be... Last year, COVID threw all my Texas plans out the window. Uh, yeah. We were supposed to be there for Drew State. I was supposed to be there for some work stuff, and everything just, you know, went went to pot that yeah. year. September yeah. 17th is the day. Uh, we try to put it on a day around uh, the day that we said that we weren't going to be selling to uh, big box online retailers anymore. Uh, so it's kind of a celebration day. Uh, but, you know, basically, we open up our warehouse. We treat everybody to food and beverages. We set up tours through the warehouse. The ambassadors can come out and they can meet each other. A lot of these guys, they talk every day or they Zoom every day or once a week or whatever, but they've never actually met each other in person. It's an opportunity for them to actually meet each other in person. Uh, and we did this for the first time last year. And it was, it was so much fun. I had a blast. And I think it's going to be even bigger this year. So we have a release that we will show at the show. And it will be released around uh, that open house. It's kind nice. of an open house celebration. Which, Aaron, if you want to come, you're more than invited too. We'll get you know. We'll yeah, make it happen I'll, I'll if see if I can work my, work my way to Texas in September. Yeah, it's a good place to be. So yeah. those are the two things we got going on. The other thing is, you know, we're just we're excited to be there because we weren't there last year. The year before, it didn't happen. Uh, so we are pumped to get in front of retailers and show each other. Uh, show them how good, how far we've come, how good we're doing business and how much we can help their business. And that's, that's the goal this year. I, I remember when you guys announced you were leaving the trade show at the beginning of 2020. I know Al was frustrated with a lot of things at that point. Yeah. It seems like you guys are, it's a, you guys are much better prepared. I think to go into a trade show. It's just from, Talking to you, talking to it, it definitely seems like you're much better prepared. I think you're gonna have a very different trade show uh, because I think you guys are gonna be able to execute on some plans, which is good. Absolutely. I don't think you know. I think when Al made that comment a few years ago, it was driven by his lack of confidence 
in what we can do now. Uh, you know, what was, what was in place at that period in time? Uh, he was, I don't know if you, I don't know if you want to go as far as to say as he was embarrassed, but he wasn't confident in the fact that we could go to a show and execute uh, the way that we feel we can now. Right. Um, and so he said that at that point in time, obviously that was way before anybody had even heard of coronavirus or COVID, or at least oh, it was it a was. few months before. It was definitely so, brand, yeah. Yeah, no one knew in July of 20, what was it, 2019, what COVID was or coronavirus. So, you know, we made that statement as a let's, you know, let's let's get let's take a step back. Let's collect ourselves and develop a plan to where we can come back to the show one day and actually be successful at it. Uh, because, you know, there was just things that there weren't things in place at that point in time to make it as successful as it can and will be this year in 2022. You guys are also, uh, you had the Riata extensions, like they came out of TP. So, that, I mean, it, a lot of people may be seeing those for the first time as well. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that we're doing too is, uh, and a lot of consumers and retailers might already be noticing this, we're kind of in a transition from, in, in a rebrand, basically. You know, we had our old bands. Uh, I don't have an example with me now, but we're kind of in a transition of turning all our product over to a, a new band, which will be that blue primary band. Right. And then we're going to have a secondary band on every cigar that's going to identify what the cigar is. Most of them will be different colors. And we're also changing the boxes from a black Vista to a white Vista. Uh, the belief is the white Vista will catch more attention in a humidor uh, that is, you know, next to a bunch of other brands and, you know, allow people to identify what McAuliffe is that might not know what McAuliffe is. So the Riata came out earlier this year. We did the line extension. Uh, previously, we only had the Churchill and the, tor and the Torpedo. Now we have a Toro and a Corona Extra, which is a six by 46. And we, I we unveiled the new box and new banding basically on that cigar uh and like you said we're gonna have that at the show for our consumers to see and our retailers to our retailers to see so that way they can see where we're headed as a company because by this time next year we hope to have the whole portfolio switched over to that white vista the blue band to where everything on the shelf looks very cohesive organized and identifiable and uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, the, the Riata, uh, the new blends have been pretty popular. I want to get them in more people's hands because I'm very confident uh, that people that try it will actually enjoy it uh, and want to want to carry it and sell it. Have, have either one of you guys tried any of the new Riatas? Toro. The Toro was really good. You tried the Toro? Okay. I tried the Toro. I had some down at the Great Smoke. Yeah. You haven't, Aaron? I have, I have not tried it yet. All right. We'll have to get you some here either at the show or maybe i can get you some before yep. uh but yeah it's it's fantastic it's uh it's it's a really good blend that we had a lot of confidence in but when we had the blends come over from the gomez sanchez family it was a you know the predicates was a churchill and a torpedo two not relatively popular sizes uh so we love the blend we didn't love the sizes so we you know, brought out the tour and the Corona to give more attention to the, to the blend, uh, which, which it's done so far. Let me ask one question on the unreleased blend. Uh, um, you could, you could just not answer, but 
it's a blend <laughs> that you guys, it's going to fill up a spot in your portfolio, a, maybe a gap that you don't have right now, correct? You're talking about what's the, the secret? The yes, secret. Exactly about the secret. No. I, think Dan, I think Dan mentioned this, and I'm not going to say it, but I think it's something that you guys don't have in your portfolio right now you, you want to have. Man, he told you that he told you he's telling you plans for 2023. <laughs> okay, then I'm wrong. I, I guess I may be mixing it up. <laughs> I pick he's his brain a lot. I, I pick his brain a lot. So it's it's um, the secret is not a specific uh, blend. It's a uh, let's just say it's a package. Okay, put it that way. Oh, okay. okay. What you're what you're talking about. Is something that we can talk about a year from today on the same show. No, I know what the package. I think I know what the package is too. I think I know what that is. Yeah, so people are gonna be very okay. For that. Yes, yes, yes. I know what that is too. Yeah. Oh, uh, poking me, Coop. Well, you know that's what we do here. That's exactly. We, that's what we do here. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, also, we're excited for you guys. Um, definitely having you guys back at the show is mm-hmm. going to be a great thing and we look forward to you know seeing you guys in person yeah hey, I'm, I'm pumped about it too uh coop and i'm still waiting on that invite to uh to be on one of your primetime shows i'm ready you're now, you're now. <laughs> no, no no i want i want the full the full show you want the full, I, I, oh you want a full, full treatment yeah i want the full treatment okay i want the whole i want the whole nine yards the whole night we will work that out <laughs> yeah we'll get it scheduled yeah we'll get it scheduled uh and you can you can hold me to that yeah all right, sounds good. I will hold you to it. I know you will. But uh, but um, yeah, we're yep. excited to be back. We're, we're two week, two weeks away. Two weeks away. It's, it's well, everyone will be the out morning. there probably landing two weeks from yeah, either today yeah. or tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I I look forward to seeing both of you guys there, yeah. uh, and having a great sh- uh, great show. And hopefully I can I can make it over the compound. Uh, if not, I will. Uh, I'll send you a little care package. How about no, that's that? good. Uh, definitely. Um. Definitely come out to the compound for sure if you can make it. Uh, but obviously, you got your customers first, but you know you have an invite. I'm not banning people anymore from the compound. I've been told I can't ban people from the compound anymore. So <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> no, you wouldn't before, be banned. Before, if you committed to coming, you didn't come. I you banned, were banned you. You were banned. <laughs> so, oh, okay. okay. That's okay. the way it used to gotcha. work. <laughs> well, in, in my, my rationale is, is we don't try to have a ton of people out there because we really can't. So when people like bailed as other people wanted to come, I told no to. That yeah. was the that was the issue I was having. So fair enough. Fair I'm enough. Even, and I'm even thinking, by the way, if Juan Cancel is listening, um, he may be, I don't know. I'm, I'm since I, I I I'm not banning people anymore. I guess Juan's that's up to the team, but I'm I'll lift the ban on Juan. Oh, uh, you might you might lift the lifetime ban on Juan. I might lift the lifetime ban on Juan. <laughs> Poor Juan. Poor Juan. I love Juan. Such a great guy. Yeah, he will be on next week, by the way, Juan. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, well, I'm I'm glad that I could give you a great finale for the yes. first week show. No, it's awesome. Um, like I said, you you kind of lucked out because you weren't time constraints, which is good. good. Unless you want to do two and a half hours, which, uh, but uh, you know, certainly, like I said, we'll have you back. Um, yeah. it's on here, and we'll definitely we really look forward to all the great things from Macala. All right. Appreciate you guys. You guys have a good rest of your night, and I will see you in two weeks. Right. Sounds I'll good. You too. Take care. Take care. All right. That's Andy Yaffe, uh, National Sales Manager for McAuliffe Cigars. As we wrap this up here right now, um, actually, Aaron, before we go, uh, I'll just kind of read off who's on the schedule for next week. Sure. Um, 
we have a pretty we have much more like a lot of people tend to like to go with the later one because they have stuff announcing yeah. but we have uh terrence riley agonor salif casey hogan of crux uh juan lopez of gurkha pete johnson of tatawahe uh james brown of Ovea negra brands uh don williams who was on a couple years ago we representing aj fernandez cigars um the Cuevas, uh, Luis and Alec Cuevas, Joe Grow from Drew Estate, uh, Jonathan Carney, Juan Cancel. And then we definitely have Oliver from United Cigars. And I think there's a good chance we have Nelson Alfonso that night. Yeah, I believe that's the case. Yep. And then wrapping up with Steve Saka. So that's going to be a full show as well. Two shows. Two shows in one night. Two shows in one night. Yeah. But Saka <laughs> is going to be, Saka is going to be, yeah, that's going to be just, uh, I'm going to be exhausted. I just know like that one. So, and we just had him on three weeks ago. So, you know, yeah. and I was like, and, and immediately when we put the invite out, he took the midnight slot was the first thing he, he wanted. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we good. Yeah. Uh, so yes, definitely stay tuned on that. And that show will be on uh, episode 234 on uh, nine o'clock start time as well with that one, because we're going to be going to two in the morning. Um, <laughs> so, and then there's the after show after the, the soccer right. after show, which follows yeah. that. So yeah. that's why I know this is going to be like long. <laughs> so, uh, and then that is the last primetime show before the trade show. I think there'll yes. be one more jukebox show before then. Uh, then we have a couple, like we're going to, we're going to be traveling. Oh, I'm going to be already be out in Vegas and then we'll be uh, at the trade sh- coming back the next week. So there'll be two yeah. weeks off. So, which we'll need yeah. some. All right, Aaron, anything else we want to hit or is that it? I think that's it. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks to all of our guests. We had we had a per- we we've so far no one has no showed yet. We almost had yep. one no show, so it's like perfect record for three years. Uh, we do appreciate everyone's time on that. Uh, Alec, Alec Rubin, Miguel Shodell, Hector Alfonso, Michael Capellini, Brian and Sebastian from Cavalier, Enrique Sanchez, and and did I say who? Who did I you say? Said San- you said Sanchez. Don't make, oh. don't make, mess up people's names. No, I can't. Oh yeah, if they can say. <laughs> I've been talking to Enrique Sanchez a lot. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> and Eddie Yappy, so uh, that's the old age. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in. That's going to wrap up Primetime Episode 233 into the Annals of History for this Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. It's great that I could say that yeah. uh, and not the next day. Uh, we will see everybody next week. Take care, everybody. See you guys.